interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Warning. The following program contains explicit language and mature content. It is not meant for the easily offended. So if you are an emotional pussy, please refrain from listening. Thank you and enjoy. Yeah, yeah, back at it. The Words on Fire podcast. My boy Jules. Myself, Cujo. Uh, another fucking week. Finally getting back to back. <laughs> yeah, back to back. <laughs> back to We're back. We're on a roll. We're on a roll. Nobody's <laughs> sick. Nobody's dying. Uh, not yet, at least. It's too fucking early in the day. I'm starting to drink because everything's starting to feel good. Um, don't forget to f- uh, follow us on uh, Instagram, on on the uh, YouTube, yada, 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 all that good shit. Uh, this week, we were blessed enough to have a special uh, guest, uh, kind of a, a, a local legend here in El Paso and elsewhere. Uh, he goes by the name of DJ Johnny Cage uh, out of the uh, damn out of uh, many many nightclubs out of, <laughs> out of many nightclubs out of um, I don't know can, can we say the name of the station without yeah the man yeah. No, you can say yep. where, yeah. uh, what is it hit hit FM yeah, or one hundred four point three one hundred four three man uh, Johnny appreciate you coming through because well, spending time with us. the <laughs> spending time with some uh, local. Uh, <laughs> bottom dwellers, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where uh, you know, everybody nowadays, everybody has um, something now. Everybody's trying to get on onto what was before a very limited crowd. You know, because yep. before radio was the only way you could get the voice out there. Oh, now, yeah, now with technology and all that shit, um, and, I, and you know, mixtapes especially was was a big thing back in the day. Yep. Um, because I know, like, so we're all talking right now. We're all about give or take about the same age. You know, a year or two off, and. Um, you know, speaking about mixtapes, like how, 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 why did you get into into like DJing, or how did you get? How, how did that come about? How did you fall into DJing? Honestly, man, well, I come from a, a musically inclined family. Uh, my dad's still a musician till to this day. I mean, oh no shit! Uh, he's still on the grind. He mm-hmm. still does. He has his, his own band. I mean, his he's a, a Tejano artist, man. So right. he's been a, a musician all his life. So I grew up with music all my life. I mean, mm. I was raised by my grandparents, but my grandma was the parrandera, man. She was the mm. borracha, the one that liked to party. Yeah. We always had music. And my grandparents, which is my dad's parents that, that raised me, mm-hmm. um, they they were always having practice at, at the house. Like my dad's band was always practicing at the house. Okay. Um, so I just grew up with it, man. And Sounds growing like up, a party. I, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, growing up, I, I was like my dad's roadie. Um, my aunt <laughs> was in yeah. radio. She did radio for a long time on on uh, Kiss FM, which is still around. Yeah. Um, so, trend like I I was at at point at that point in high school where I was like uh, not even high school. It was earlier, man. I remember seeing some one of my friends, uh, Mark Rojas. He he had he was DJing, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit, that's badass, man. Yeah. How how you doing that? You know, and I was so intrigued by it. I was probably like thirteen, fourteen. Mm-hmm. And uh, seeing him and the turntables, and it just it caught my attention. Yeah. Uh, and then it just literally just came like you know, it, it was like a calling. Like when they say you know that you have that itch for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it that's it, and that's really how it started. Everyone was like, "Oh, did you did a, a shine a light shine bright in the <laughs> yeah, sky?" Yeah, no, yeah, dude, yeah. it just happened to me. Like, like did how, an angel come talk? Yeah, to you right yeah, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it just caught my attention, really, to tell you the truth. And and I started, you know. DJ man, I, and even at that, it, it wasn't even DJing, bro, because I was a broke Mexican from the Lower Valley. Uh-huh. Uh, nowhere yeah. in hell could I, we could ever afford turntables. Um, right. So basically, I was literally, I would literally go home and 
uh, put my grandma's records and just scratch them because fuck them up it, from the back. Yeah, no, but back <laughs> then it was a, belt driven. It was ones. like yeah, it was a belt drive, yeah. but it also had an eight track player on it, man. Ooh, That's how okay. old shit this shit was. Yeah. yeah. So I was on there and scratching it up, and you know, then I kind of figured out like, okay, well. It's a little bit different what they're doing from what I'm doing because then mm. you had the mixer and everything. So you yeah. had the little volume thing. Yeah, yeah. so that's really how I started, man. Just got my curiosity. Uh, that homie Mark, shout outs to him. He's still he's still around, I think. Mm. I haven't seen him. I in think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. older than if me for sure. Yeah. You're out there. Shout outs, Mark. But uh, yeah, that was it, man. I mean, and that's you know the rest is basically history. I mean, it, it caught my attention, and I I, I really I just rode with it really we just rode with it yep so did you always go by johnny cage or was that no i didn't have a dj name man no? uh it's funny i've said this before and um so the everyone's like how'd you get johnny cage mortal Kombat?" yeah i'm like no dude what, what years after i'd started i was i didn't even have a dj name. i was just going i was like okay do i go by dj real that's what i was gonna mm. go by okay so only my partner on the radio, Javi, knows me as that because we always fuck around with each other. Yeah. Like, dude, you're real. I was like, yeah, you're going to be called Yoda, fucker. Remember? That's what, <laughs> no, seriously. DJ like, Yoda? Yeah, that's what he's going to go by. We'd okay. always laugh. Yeah, yeah. But I was DJing a car show one time, and this big fucking cholo that was mm. hosting it was all like, um, yo, man. You look like that little monito on that's on uh, the that uh, on the video game, and I'm like, because that sunglasses and spiky hair. Yep, like, <laughs> there like, it is. Yeah, yeah. I had those like shiny silver like sunglasses. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. So he, he was on the mic calling me. He's like, yeah, this cat looks like uh, Johnny Cage. Yeah, Johnny Cage. <laughs> so the whole car show started calling me Johnny Cage, and it yeah. stuck, dude. That was that's, it. Then that was it, man. Yeah, because and it's funny because every time I meet people, they're like. Bro, you're not white. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, nah, well, I was like, nah man, I'm you Mexican. Can't kick bro. like that. Yeah, I was like, nah, man. I was like, Cage is the stage name. Man. Yeah, yeah. finish him. Yeah, because like you said, as soon as you hear the name, that's the first thing you think about. Well, at least in our age, group, yeah, right. Yeah. In our age group, you think fucking Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and then you know, like usually when you when you see people or you hear people, they usually go through about forty different fucking nicknames yeah. before they get theirs. Oh and yeah, shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, big time, man. Because um, I because I know like when I was when i was coming like you know we we're talking earlier that uh, you know i used to be a power um you remember joey d yeah joey used to be like all right dude so you're, you're gonna be with me we're gonna do the power nine and nine and all that shit yeah and, and uh so every time he's gonna every time we're doing the remotes when what we're talking about when we actually i actually met you back at, at vertigo's with yeah. uh with dj dark oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. dude dj yeah. dark he'd always come out they, they do the 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 fucking uh what is it on saturdays right at like 10 i think the intro leave. yeah we do yeah. the intro the fucking they had the zoro song and shit yeah the dragon then that's fucking dj dark comes on there. all right guys it's pussy time yeah oh <laughs> that was his word dude that was his shit <laughs> that was his word. Yeah, okay and he talked like that he talked yeah. like that frogs he's like okay motherfuckers <laughs> my language i'm sorry but he's like that's exactly what it was man yeah, yeah. dude he was a little like four eight <laughs> little mexican dude. <laughs> chubby, chubby old man <laughs> like a the titty twister dude, and i'm yeah. fucking just till dawn <laughs> hey he's still around and he's still Shut DJing, dude. oh yeah really yeah man oh my god what strip joint is he yeah <laughs> <laughs> He's got to be a near Shout to DJ Dark, man. <laughs> yeah, it was him and Chucky and uh, Chucky? another DJ by the name of Negro Mix that were the. Oh shit! Chucky was actually the resident of um, of uh, Vertigo's. That was like the original. That's the yeah, because he was always downstairs too. Yeah, he was at Willie's. Yeah, Willie's man. Yeah. He, he was oh, the yeah, resident, yeah, right. so yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, either way, so every time we go, he's like, "Hey, dude, so what's your name?" I was like, "Well, it's just fucking Joe." No, 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 no. What's your name? What's your name? What's your DJ? I don't fucking know, dude. Yeah. I'm fucking, I'm 18. Cutting up Joe. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking 18. I'm just fucking happy to, you know, I'm just happy I'm out here and fucking. Still just, a virgin a Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a kid already. Oh, okay. I had okay. my kid already. <laughs> All right. Virgin Joe. Yeah, so he's like, he's like so, because, you know, for everything, back back in the day, it was, it was hey, what's up, dog? Or, what, you know, big dog. He's like, dog, dog, you're Cujo. That's it. And I was like, what? 
I was like, all right. That's all it, <laughs> it fucking stuck with you. Once it's it, that's yeah, it. Yeah, man. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking. Cujo. So, yeah, so you were blessed by these cats. And then, so I'm, I I know it's weird because you, you came in. So when you started DJing, and I know you say you came from like the the, the Tejano, the, yeah. the Spanish. How did you get. Is that what you started mixing at first, or what, what, what were you mixing into? No, nah, man. Like, what, um, what, what was your niche? Your niche? I was always in the house, man, because um, in high school, one of my buddies uh, introduced me to house music. He had uh, old um, some house records of uh, Fast Eddie. I remember okay. hearing that stuff, and I was like, oh, shit, this is dope, man. Yeah. Um, but I started, you know, I was in the early 90s, man. I was really into old school hip-hop, man. It's mm-hmm. funny, because everyone's like, I, I've always had that, um, I guess... Maybe because of the style of music that I play now, right. now. and I was like, "You don't like hip hop?" I'm like, "No, I like old school hip hop. I hate. I don't like. <laughs> not that shit. I don't like. The new oh, you shit. can it's say it. Like, it's like the. Uh, you I'll know, say it for you. I'm not gonna garbage. Yeah, I'm we, not gonna, we I'm not, it all. I'm not gonna listen to you know the shit my son listens to. Right. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Um, like old school hip hop. I love old school hip hop. Cypress right. Hill. I mean NWA. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always joke about that. I was like, man, every Mexican wanted to be black, and every Mexican wanted to have Jerry curls, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah, all wanted yeah, to be easy. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I was one of them too, bro. I yeah. wanted to, you know. Well, I that was, was the golden age. You yeah. came out in a great. Oh yeah, I mean, so they still talk about this. I started began. I started mixing old school hip hop, but back then it was hip hop yeah. uh, and house man yeah. you know but I gravitated more towards house because um, just I just loved the scene I mean I was into Bad Boy Bill Richard yep. yeah, Division. I mean those guys were Irene. you know yeah Irene. I mean those are those are those, which those are, were my idols man I yeah. still look I mean, and what's funny is now I'm good friends with them man like you know Rich, I'm always talking to Richard Vision he's always he just sent me a, a song like two or three days ago that he made oh, no is that shit. that Humpty so, Vision or, yeah, yeah man yeah. oh shit yeah so I mean just to see him still doing his, his stuff is cool man I mean they're in their 50s now so yeah. I mean uh, I Damn. in the beginning it was really just hip hop and and, uh, and and house man yeah you see cause, cause I know I know like the the niche that, that I always knew you from mm-hmm was house because like before that like i was like dude what the fuck because i was i was always a hip-hop head yeah and then you know people are like oh have you heard the new house shit and i was like house the fuck is that yeah dude and some of the first shit i heard was that chicago saw that had the more uh disco flavor and i was Hip like house eh. and yeah yeah i was like yeah it's not my shit yeah um and then like the only one i ever heard associated with that was you because i think you're one of the first ones that came under um, UC mm-hmm. the under construction where all those fucking Poogie and uh, Poogie Bear Mark V, Mark Poogie, v and Tragic. All those fuck, yeah. yeah where all those guys came up and I was like alright so that's where I always associated your name with um, and then you know when when somebody's in in, in in that business right and it sucks to say you know like well at least back then like in the radio business mm-hmm. it's never what it, what it should be it's never like you know what dude you're doing good fuck yeah good for you I'm gonna fucking pump you yeah now it's always big you know you're doing good fuck him he's trash yeah it's competition and it's always yeah. like it, it, and it's unfortunate because you know because like so uh, like like one of the dudes who who, who kind of taught me who showed me a little bit about mm-hmm. about music or you know, about DJing was uh, Jay Smooth mm-hmm. and his shit was always the old school he he was more he was kind of hip hopish, but he was more into the uh, old school freestyle, yeah. the fucking the dance, the the what is it? Uh, I guess it's Mexican or Mexican house or what is, would it be called? Latin house, Latin house, Latin house, house, yeah, Latin house. And he got into the house, so there was always that kind of yeah rivalry between you guys as far as for being that style yeah of music. And then um, you know, and, and you get twisted up because you'd hear it and I was like, damn, dude, some of these dudes could get down, right? Mm-hmm. And then once once you're fixated like to one spot, 
anything else you play, like like say with with Johnny, right? He's been known as a house guy. If he plays hip hop, no matter what he does, it's not good because he's not a hip hop guy. Yeah. Mm. You know, there's always that shit. Like you don't got that culture following you. Yeah, like yeah. With, like with Mark X, right? Mark X will play the fuck. He would fucking cut the fuck out of a record. Yeah, well, but if he trying to play anything else, they'll be like, oh no. He's that was bad. my introduction to Juarez. So he used to go to up there to Old West and go, yeah. yeah. And that, I mean, I know I'm dating myself, but <laughs> yeah, I would go follow where Mark was at. You know, that was no, a kid yeah, then. You but, know, yeah. and and honestly, that that's a, it's truth, man. There was a back in the day, there was a lot of bullshit politics. Yep. I mean. I don't mind saying this, man. I always speak my mind. Mm. So radio, just commercial radio, not just in El Paso, but everywhere, it's politic bullshit. Yep. It's all mm. political bullshit. It's basically... No one to, helps... I, I've always out. said this, man. Uh, you know, it's it's political bullshit. It really is, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very territorial. Yep. Like, either you play by rules or go fuck yourself. Yeah. And that's if you work for... And I've been blessed to work for a company that's Mexican-owned and operated, man. So... Our corporate is in Mexico, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. They thought very, they think very different from American radio. American radio is just a bunch of fucking old white dudes telling you this is what's good. Right. And yeah. spoon feeding you Taylor Swift, spoon feeding you bullshit. Getting yep. the same record. You know, they don't have, they're, they're not the soldiers. We're the soldiers. The DJs are the soldiers that are out there in the, in the public that are playing mm-hmm. to these crowds and knowing what's hot, what's coming in, what's not, you know? Like when I came in, that's, that was my thing with, with uh, 104, man, is, I don't think I could ever work for another radio station because yeah. I could never be a puppet. Right. Uh, I couldn't be told, hey, you need to play this record because that's how they did it on power. Yep. I, and they would be like, hey, guys, this is what you got to play. And you could play maybe one of yours, but you have to play 15 of these songs. Mm-hmm. These are all hit songs and according to them. Mm-hmm. Nah, dude, it's just bullshit that corporate... Yeah. It's I, all money game, bro. I never understood like when I would... Because I, I lived in California and then they would play certain music and it hits over there. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I didn't understand why they didn't play that that kind of music. I was a, I was a big hip hop head. El Paso was always late. We both in the nineties. Yeah, but we, we were I mean, we, we have access to the same shit, but there were, right? You know what? We were, we were late, but there we were there was always a, a handful of us. It's late because back then radio was late. It was late on radio. Yeah, ra- it, la- the radio. DJs, your your club DJs, your your fucking party DJs, they had this shit. Mm-hmm. And, and I know, like I said, so one of the times, like when Outkast's spe- uh, speaker box came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started, dude. I heard it. The first time I heard it, I was like, dude, this is going to be, hey, y'all, dude, this is going to be fucking fire. Played it, dude. Cleared the fucking floor. Oh, yeah. Nobody. Six months later, hey, do you have that? It was a motherfucker. I paid that shit six months ago. That shit ain't new. Because they didn't play it. I just played it on power. I was like, dude, no. That shit's fucking, I'm tired of that shit. It's old. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, that's the shit it was. I used to be very, um, I used to be very, uh, I don't want to say closed minded, but I was very, uh, disciplined on what i played out because i liked hip-hop but it was i knew it wasn't like my it wasn't my strong point i was like cool man because i mean you had dudes like black i, I mean yeah. black mark, mark um a lot of these dudes that were cutting it up and they were known for that and mm-hmm. i get that they had that following um but honestly it's just it's it's weird how you say it because it's so true um same thing with reggaeton bro mm-hmm. i remember playing reggaeton at speaking rock i used to do wednesday nights and saturday at speaking rock and I remember playing it, the Don Omar's when they when he first came on the scene, and fucking people are like, "Dude, take why are you playing cumbias?" <laughs> yeah. Seriously, this yep. was like 2005, 2004. That's not a general. They're like, "Dude, what the fuck is this? Take <laughs> yeah, this shit, dude." Like, and that it, was the only guy I liked. And it was girls. Out. It was girls giving me the cutthroat. And then yep. back then, El Paso was very separated, dude. Okay. It was very you were either you went to the hip hop crowd you didn't mix mm-hmm. those, those two crowds or oh, into the house crowds, yeah, dude. yeah because it was always just it was going to be a shit show if you yeah. did yeah, and speaking rock fun. speaking rock back in the day the club night that was the shit show dude because those two crowds they got along for 
as long as they could. And then after a while, it was just. But I do remember, like, uh, until the alcohol hip, kicked in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, hip hop started embracing house. Oh yeah. I mean, like, it took in, a while. Uh, like the Jungle Brothers. Jungle mm-hmm. Brothers had oh, yeah. a house song. Yeah, yeah. I'll house you. Yeah, I'll house you. And that's what eighty nine, maybe yep, eighty nine. Yeah, and they were they were embracing it. Well, it was kind of different for no, us. No, but, but, but see, yeah. here, here in El Paso, it's different, bro. Um, the crowds back then were very different, man. It yeah. wasn't, you couldn't play those two genres. Yep. Let me tell you, man, and, and, and I speak the truth, and if you ever get DJ Black on here, he'll tell you, dude. <laughs> Tommy. We used, to get, we used to do this place called The Palace. Yeah, so I, I would do the house, he would do the hip hop. When I would switch off, I'd have the dudes flipping me off, telling me, get the fuck off, putting the hip hop back hits. on. And yeah. my people, my, which were the rebels, were like, fuck these dudes. And yep. And it sucked because it was getting those two those two crowds were clashing, bro. Yep. Mm. So fucking chingasas were bad, bro. Yep. Bad, bad. Yeah, and that's yeah. because you couldn't those two crowds back in the Don't day mix. couldn't coexist. Like now they can do it, man. You yeah. can go from genre to genre and it's kumbaya. Right, right. But back then you could Yeah, get, that's kind of weird though. See, I'm, uh, that would be weird for me. I mean, cuz when I used to go we, we you didn't you didn't mix with yeah. that, you know? It was yeah. just two different things. Yeah. Yeah, because that's why you had to break it up, too. Saturday was a hip-hop night. Yeah. Only yeah. hip-hop, hip-hop night. night. And, and Fridays was yeah. dance. And then fucking, yeah. you know, Friday is hip-hop at this club. And everybody would go to there. Then Saturday's hip-hop. Same following would yeah. go to the next. So and when I used to go wild. to Vertigo's, that was more like a high-class uh, club for me. Because I would no. be on the other <laughs> that's side. That's drinking drown, no, baby. No, no, because I started, you know, the Old West, dude. You'd yeah. get stabbed up there. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> and then uh, I'd go to, I'd go to uh, Tequila Derby and XO Copa, and Copa. Yeah. Fantasy, so I was yeah. all on that side. Yeah. And then they were like, hey, do you want to go? Well, I got to get dressed up a little bit. Vertigo's used to be, it was, it had their fancy schmancy, but they was yeah. on Saturdays and Sundays. Sundays, all the fresas would go. Yep. Yeah. Saturdays was more, you know, the. So high as you class. get in there, you hear Mana and yeah. shit, oh, you know. Yeah. Well, dude, that's what, honestly, man, and, I, and I've always said this, and I'll still say this to this day Mexico by far has the best nightlife in the mm-hmm. world, I think, man. Because they go all out, dude. dude I mean, they go all out. And, and I think Mexico still smokes. Uh, the U.S. when it comes to nightlife, Absolutely. even Vegas, bro. Just they know how to take care of their people. Yeah, the service. They really service, do. Service yeah, they is really, way really different. Do. You're never without a beer. No, you're never, yeah. they stand <laughs> right by you and give you. Buckets. Now the drinks might be a little bit watered down. Oh yeah, but, yeah. You probably don't know the what you're drinking. The service is fucking amazing, bro. <laughs> you just, you yeah. just yeah. piss a lot more. Yeah, you probably yeah. know what you're drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you get drugged, but I mean, you know, you, you take some. You, wait if you don't remember. Yourself. If you don't remember, that's that's great. Great, great night. Great night. So how did you how how did you fall someone you know when DJ Jane, how did you fall into your first nightclub gig? Where was your first nightclub gig? Uh, you know what, man? I started doing 20 Belows, dude. Yeah? Uh, oh, I started shit. doing 20 Belows, man. And uh, I would just do back. I mean, and I always tell the young cats, man. I was like, man, you guys have it so easy now. You can go yeah. up to any of these bars that basically nowadays a lot of the, these young bars, they're not going to see the DJ. They're going to see the fucking naked chicks. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. Whatever girl, whatever bar has the hottest girls with the less with pasties on, mm-hmm. they're not even going for the quality of music. It's just like you know because it's basically the same soundtrack. Oh, that's every disgusting. Bar. Yeah, yeah. I would never do that. <laughs> right? No, but, but <laughs> honestly, like back in the day, I mean, it yeah. was I was doing twenty belows, um, mm-hmm. and one of my buddies, uh, Mike, um, uh, Mike and Gabe Fierro, Mike Fierro, man, uh, mm. we, Michael Knight. This is what he went by. Dude. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, he he they. They had asked me, hey, man, why don't you do a 20 Below? It was on the west side. I forgot. It was at Juice Nightclub. Oh, shit. Juice Nightclub, bro. And, on uh, the west side? Yeah, on the west side. It's uh, in the Pepper, tr- Pepper Mill Tree or Pepper Tree Square. I know where what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. We got Rufas and all that shit's there now. So dude, I, remember, I think I've been there. I remember yeah. we went to, uh, <laughs> I, they're like, hey, dude, come do a 20 Below there. I went there. Uh, then one of the managers that was working there was like, hey, man, I have a, a bar on the east side. And, and um, 
why don't you come try and play over there, man? We just looking for some new flavor. Yeah. And Jay Smooth used to be the DJ there. Okay. Right? So I was like, cool, man. I'll go do a guest spot, whatever. And it happened to be uh, not Metropolis. It was a Babylon. Babylon. Oh, awesome. Oh, Babylon. Shit. Yeah. So started, with York and Babylon. all <laughs> Yeah. So Babylon ended up being owned by Willy Moya, mm-hmm. which also owned Vertigo's. Yep. I got pepper sprayed so out of there. <laughs> I, yeah, no, no. So that's that's how it happened, dude. I, I played there and I, same thing, man. I fucking cleared the dance floor because I played house. Yeah. I had fucking them flipping me off and like fucking, but I had that select. I'm I sorry. That, I was probably one yeah, of them. No, <laughs> I had that, but I had, that, I had that crowd that was already, like I had already built like a yeah. little, small little following, dude. Like yeah. a small little following. They were following me like, oh, they were dancing. So I'll, I'll never forget this, man, because there were some hot chicks that were dancing and Willie saw that. Mm-hmm. And I remember he came up and he's like, hey, he's like, uh, you don't play like a lot of these guys. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, who the fuck's this guy? And, and they told me, he's like, that's the owner. I was like, oh, fuck. And yeah, I was like, yeah, look like I, I was a young kid, man. And I was like, yeah. yeah. He's, like, he's like, hey, man. He's like, why don't you, uh, why don't you try and you know, come play in Juarez? Would you like playing Juarez? He's like, I have a club over there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. He's like, okay. He's like, uh, be here Wednesday. I'll have my driver pick you up. Damn. The next week, it, it, that's exactly how it went down, bro. I went yeah. there the next week. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forget Steve Donnelly. Um, pick me up, man. And Steve's oh, the craziest yeah. white guy that you'll ever meet, man. Yeah, he, he, he was, was the manager. manager. Yeah, he was, manager. He yeah. was yeah. managing there. So right? Steve, yeah. Steve drove me over to Juarez, and um, we. I was a Wednesday night, and Wednesday night happened to be their slowest night, man. Yeah. There was about twenty five people in the club, and I got there. Um, I was like, the fuck! I didn't know I, you know, never played it, like, never actually like auditioned for a gig like that, right? So I remember I uh, went up to the DJ booth, and, man, the DJs were fucking dicks to me, dude. Yeah. Uh, Chucky and Negro Mix were the residents. They, you're ter- they're very territorial. First yep. of all, you're young, you're mm-hmm. an American, and then you're playing a style of music that they're, they don't know. Yep. You know? So I remember threatening going to, yeah, they, yeah, they were threatened, dude. Yeah. And especially because I knew they were probably, you know, they weren't getting paid what, what, they, should. what they should. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I remember I went up to the thing. Um, I was waiting to get on. They made me wait, made me wait. And this is when Juarez was 24 hours. They wouldn't stop. I was yep. just like... The fuck am I gonna play? You know, we're like well, I'm trying to get the hell out of here. You trying know, get you drunk. Yeah, dude. Dude, dude, it was school tomorrow. And I remember shit. Willie came up and Willie fucking bitched him out, like because he knew exactly what they were doing. They weren't gonna let me play because they were very territorial. So he's like, he tells me he's like, you you make these people dance that are here. He's like, and I'll give you the job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he bitched them out. I'll never forget that man. And I was like, fuck. And I had vinyl, man. So that's all I was using because I never used CDs. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. So, dude, I mean, I. I remember some of the songs I played. I remember getting on there playing, and I was like, a fucking thinking." I was like, "Oh shit, okay." I remember I had a brand new Too Cool Kid, uh, Too Cool Chris a- album. <laughs> oh shit, playing it, dude. No one had played it yet, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I remember those guys. Hey, yes, I. They started kind of like yeah. they were like envidiosos, like to the point where like 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 how the fuck is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd you get that? Yeah, how'd you get that? Right. You know. So I, people started like little by little they started dancing. Yeah, uh, before I knew, before I knew, I had basically almost all of them dancing. Be like, I got a Futurama. Yeah, <laughs> no. So he, so he came S. back. Willie, I remember Willie coming up uh, the DJ booth because he had to climb up to get to the DJ booth, and yeah. he's like, he's like, I want you here uh, uh, Thursday through Sundays now, man. And I was like, cool, all right, man. And I was like, back then, and then what's sad is that back then I, I was like, cool. I was like, okay, like it was never discussed about money, money. or anything because everyone's like. Dude, you probably made a fortune over there. I was like, man, when nope. I started, I was making 50 bucks, bro. Yep. Yeah. If that. Yep. 50 bucks. If that. And I drank for free. Mm-hmm. I ate for free. That's one thing they took care of me. And a choice of women, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. But it just comes like, dude, I mean, <laughs> comes I, have so, right? I have so many stories from what is that, like, if, if, I, if I could, uh, honestly, people would probably think I'm lying. Like, stuff that you would what, make a movie. What's the best story you could say? 
it's a married I've man. Had, right? no, 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 no. I've seen some crazy yeah, shit, man. I mean, Willie was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he went missing when all this shit happened here, right? Uh, yeah, he's well, yeah. Way, yeah. a little yeah. bit before then, right? Yeah, yeah, because Willie, Willie was, yeah, he, he wasn't the straightest arrow. No, but you know, man, I, I, I credit him with, uh, I have nothing love for the Moya, I have nothing but love for the Moya family, and yeah, I credit him with my success to tell you the truth man because he saw something in me that i didn't even see mm-hmm. you know he i was young i was hungry i, I it's because i've always i've always been the type to to brand mm-hmm. like that's one thing that i tell i tell these young cats man i was like if you, you want to be successful in this game brand your name i i didn't want to be a fucking hey that's that dj that plays there i wanted to be like a household name yeah and that actually came from fire lit under my ass when power rejected me okay when power was like fuck this guy yeah, I, mean, I auditioned for Power, and I'm gonna never forget. I mean, because Victor and the guys didn't like me because yep. I was different, so they were like, "Fuck this guy." So I remember taking that and motivating myself because it was a DJ battle that they had on the West yep. Side, and Mark X won it. Okay. And that's when Mark became the DJ, and I was like, "Mark's a badass." I was like, "Hell yeah, he deserved it." Hell yeah, but I, I never, I never, <laughs> and I was in it, but I never had a chance to get in. No, like, they were like, "You're yeah. blackballed." Yeah, so, you're already blackballed. So I remember taking that. And I remember thinking, one day I'm gonna fucking make you eat your words. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you remember who the fuck yeah. I am. And I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going <laughs> to do it. Gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, know, I know we were talking about it earlier. Um, so uh, Vic was uh, Victor Starr. Yeah. Fucking bald on top with a ponytail. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was uh, he was uh, the, the music director slash talent seeker. Yeah. If he didn't like you, you were done no, oh, matter, yeah. no matter what. Oh, you, yeah. you could be any, you could be fucking the, have the highest number of following, fucking yeah. packing clubs. He don't give a shit. Yeah. And the moment he didn't like you, he already knew. Like for that, I remember that. That was like in 99. Yeah. 98. Uh, 98, 99. Because I remember I was there. That's the time I was there. Yeah. And he had already said that he knew who, who he was going to bring in. Yeah. And because I remember they had, um, oh, was it Met- Metronics? Yeah, it was a, a couple Metronic, of us. Uh, Mark, you, and there's, I can't remember the other. There's a few other names that yeah. were in there. And they already said, as soon as. Because I remember they were talking about not Mantronics, not Man Mantronics. Okay, wait a minute. What? Yeah, that, I think that's one of Jay's homies. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. He, he, they had said, you know, they're going over the lineup. Who's here? It's like, oh, Johnny's like, yeah, whatever. He's done. I was like, dude. And, you know, and that, that's when you first see it. When you yeah. see it firsthand. It's like, no, nah, he's yeah. not. He's never going to work here. I was like, well, why the fuck are you bringing him? Just and he's like, oh, well, that way we're going to have people come. I was like, so if you know he's got a following, why the fuck would you put him on? Yeah, you yeah. know he's got something. You know what I mean? And and back then, you're one of the very few that were actually playing that style of house that, or that style of music that was fucking growing. Yeah. You yeah. know, because, you know, you had all the little rebels and all that fuck. Oh, yeah, uh, man. Then you started having what, E, uh, was it E21? Or, no, E9. Uh, E9. Area 51. Area 51. Oh, yeah. You had all those. Sh- those shits were fucking thumping because that's all that they were fucking playing. You know what I mean? And, 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 and you had this following and just because. I don't know what you did to the guy. No, you know what, man? Honestly, we... You, what did I, you do to him? Because I started... I would. I was uh, doing... You smashed one of his ladies. No, I was something. doing... I was mixing... Uh, I was doing Juarez Radio. I was doing 107.5 Vida. Mm-hmm. So I was always on there, man. And back then, radio was very competitive. So if yep. you worked for anything else, they're like, go screw yourself. They're yeah. like, mm-mm, toma. Yep. And I, honestly, man, everyone's like, do you hate Victor for that? Nah, dude, I don't... I have no ill will towards anyone, man. Mm-hmm. Um, because... If anything, I thanked them because it inspired the shit out of me. Yeah, it made you work harder. No, it just made me be like, I remember because I remember the way I felt, and I remember I was so mad. I'm like, one day I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna show you what you lost. 
Mm-hmm. Same thing with 104, dude. Did when you I, get to rub it in his face anytime? No, man. No, no. I'm, I'm not the type. Sh- I, I would have. Honestly, oh, anyone, anyone that knows me, anyone that knows me, honestly, man, knows I'm a very humble motherfucker. I really am, dude. Mm-hmm. And I, I really am, man. I've never, all everything that I've accomplished, I, like I always say, I have one thing that I live by. I, I, I work in silence and I let success make my noise. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like, I'm going to make you remember my name and wish you would have put me on your team. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it, it, it. I think the satisfaction of it is knowing that I grew and I'm still here after 20 plus years and I'm still relevant, yeah. you know, on a, on a, a radio station that, that took a chance on me. Yeah. Cause even with 104, man, uh, I, I started with 104 in 2001, 2002. Um, and then when they were going to audition for DJs, uh, I tried out and, uh, and the boss there was like, ah, oh, you know what? You know, you can keep on DJing for us, like doing our, because I used to do their mix shows, mm-hmm. but I was never allowed to put my drop, my name drop on it. Mm-hmm. So I was doing the weekend mixes, but no one knew who the hell was mixing. Right, right. You know, but when I auditioned to be a DJ, DJ, like an on air jock, they're like, ah, oh, you're not what we're looking for. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. I was like, but can I still DJ? So I was like, <laughs> right, I was yeah, like yeah. all right. As long as you're able to DJ, yeah, you're good. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, you know, rejection is part of success, man. Yeah. Failing is part of success. You got it. You got to, you got to fail, dude. It, and that's, I think, how you can really measure your success is when you fail, dude. So I think with Victor, it was he was upset that I had already been, you know, like in the clubs. I right. was growing a name without radio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what, what kind of like was like, oh, you know, like and that thing. I think he saw me as like, this cat's young. He's cocky. He's this. He's that. Which I really wasn't because he never. Yeah, you know, I could probably tell you I maybe had one conversation with Victor. Was hi, yeah. how are you? And um, basically that was it. You know. Yeah. And besides the fact that when um, they used to do what was it called the uh, power jams that they yep. would have. They would have the after parties at clubs that I was playing at, and then when the DJs wanted to, when they wanted to get Juan and all these guys to mm-hmm. play, my boss would be like, "No, nah, man, Johnny's playing." Right. Or, and I think that's where a lot of the bad blood started coming on Victor's side. Right. I mean, Juan and and all the guys. I mean, we've always been cool, man. I mean, yeah, it was always competition back in the day, but it was friendly competition. Right. You know, I got I got a lot of respect for Juan, Jay, all those cats, dude. Yeah. I mean, because I grew up listening to Juan. I yeah, grew yeah. up listening to these cats, and um, I always tell Juan, I was like, "Fucker." Fifty years old, still breakdancing, mm, badass. Yeah. You know, like yeah, well, yeah. his daughter's actually yeah. pretty good too. Actually, yeah. we had her. We yeah, had, we her, had on her, her on. Yeah, no, she's, she's a fucking beast. <laughs> oh, no, and and I see, like honestly, like I, I mean, um, radio back then was it? It's corny as it is now. It, it's it was very territorial, man. Mm-hmm. So I mean, with Victor, everyone was like, "Did you ever?" Have, I was like, "No, dude." I was like, "I'm not having bad blood." I was just like, "Hey, man, if anything it inspired me to do better." Mm. So that's what I credit with, man. Is it because now it's a lot more because di- there's not so much. On air personality here locally because now it's all well because Clear Channel, Clear Channel one Cheap Channel they call yeah. Cheap Channel they cleared everyone out and they they voice track everyone yeah you know so yeah. basically you're hearing you know I think the only ones that are left are just the, the morning, morning show. guys right yeah Patty yeah. and because uh, everyone else they got rid of all their DJs and you know when you do that you lose the local flavor man yep. you lose the talent you know you lose that that local so they're touch. playing the same shit everywhere no no no, no, no I'm no, saying no, like as far as, as, as on air on air personality yeah because yeah, okay. now you're having syndicate shows it's like me doing a you know doing something in freaking my Miami, like what the hell? I'm not. I'm in here in El Paso. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know nothing. Yeah, about basically Miami. you're yeah. just reading a script. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it sucks because because I remember uh, what is it? Payola is what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Candy was notorious for this. He was Candy used to be the main dude at Clear Channel. He was mm-hmm. the shit. So when they had record execs coming in, the record execs are the ones pushing the, the yeah. records. Hey, these are the guys. Well, for RCA, these are the guys you're gonna play this week, right? These yeah. are the guys I need you to play. Fucking, this is it. I don't want to hear anybody else. So they take you out to dinner. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be just the music, the the main operations manager. Yeah, Candy 
was like, all right, dude, well, you know what? Let's go and uh, so this is how far. So ninety eight, you had that like the big restaurant, the expensive restaurant was Kona Creek. Yeah, right. Kona Creek was was around, and then yeah. he's like, uh, yeah, you know what? Let, let's set you know the record execs would come in like Friday uh, morning. They'd stay all the way through like Monday or whatever. So he'd set them up a dinner. He's like, all right, so we'll go we'll go have a dinner at Kona Creek, and then whatever happens happens. Candy would be the kind of cat that would go around if you're in the studio. Eighty, what are you doing tonight? Hey, what are you doing? This motherfucker showed up with 35 fucking people. Yeah, because the, the rep, 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 yeah, rep would pay for it. Yeah, the reps paid for everything. Oh, yeah. Damn. And these, so I was 18, right? So I remember we went, and then I, I went, because after that, we're going to go do the remote at, at uh, Babylon. Uh-huh. So I remember we showed up. It, it was uh, Frankie and I, because Frankie was doing the remote at Babylon. Frankie and, D. Yeah, Frankie yeah. D. Joey. The guy now. Yeah, really. Because yeah, I heard he had left to he's corporate. Set, nah, he's in San Antonio. He's doing the Tejano radio station. Oh, fucking crazy. Yeah, dude, go figure. Yeah. Um, so we so we went, and Frankie's like, "Hey, dude, I know you're 18, but what do you want to drink?" I was like, oh, "I don't know." He's like, "What well, drink? We're gonna drink um a Shirley Ghost Temple." <laughs> a Shirley oh yeah, because Ghost Lager was yeah. the rich Ghost drink. Was the oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 that shit came out my nose, dude. I never liked that shit. And these motherfuckers would be like, "All right, so let me give give him the the fucking 16 ounce porterhouse." And get him a bottle of Ghost Lager. Get him a bottle of... And sure as shit, everybody had a bottle. Oh, yeah, man. I was uh, like, dude. What the fuck? Fucking Bill ran up like like eight Gs. <laughs> that guy just dropped it like whatever. Hey, let's go to a strip club. I was like, God. Yeah. I was like, yeah, dude, we're fucking loaded already. So you <laughs> went to Record reps went were to notorious. Were, yep. No, back then it was uh, Parthenon. Yeah. Parthenon? JBs, Parthenon. maybe. Uh, yeah. Maybe in the Naked Harem. <laughs> the Naked Harem. Oh, That's man. why they got shut down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's why they got shut down. <laughs> JBs, that's crazy. So, since you've been in, in the industry for forever right so it's what 20 plus years now uh-huh. what's the one person that you've met that you've been disappointed with as far as an artist uh you know what man it's because i don't get i don't get um i guess because maybe it's not my my cup of tea or mm-hmm. my forte however you want to say it yeah i met a lot of artists man um a lot of hip-hop artists being that i work for a right. top 40 station well quote unquote but <laughs> I mean, interviews, uh, I interviewed Usher, and he was a dick. Yeah. Uh, I've always said this. He was just one-liners. Really? Um, he was on the, uh, we had him, and he was just like, yeah. Like, <laughs> wow. Like that, dude. Yeah. He's just fucking no. cold. In this I was like, hey, so congratulations on all this. Thanks. <laughs> just, wow. Yeah, dude, I was just wow. like, wow. I was like, dude, like, your music's amazing, but you're a douchebag. Yeah. Right. So that's, that was probably one of them, man. Yeah, that's why it turns you off the I music, But man. I don't get, I don't get, um. I don't fangirl on anyone, man. Right. I fangirl more on, like, honestly, when I did a radio, a radio, uh, I mean, a phone interview with Cheech and Chong. Oh, oh hell yeah. I mean, I've always been about pushing my culture, man. Yeah. That was one thing that I've always been big on, um, and I think that's the one thing that I think radio lacked, mm-hmm. because radio was very, quote-unquote, urban, very American yeah. back in, you know, back in the day. And I was like, man... Us Hispanics aren't getting pushed right. You know, right. they're not showing showcasing us. Yeah. Um. So when I had that opportunity, because I started doing nights at 104. Yeah. It, it gave me that chance. So when I got to interview Cheech and Chong, I was like, "Holy Dude, shit!" They were like, these are It was like Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse for me growing up. It was just <laughs> I was watching Nice Dreams the other night. They oh, released them on yeah. uh, uh, HBO awesome. yeah, Plus, man. whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Shit. But Cheech and Chong was definitely like the highlight, but disappointing. Mm. I mean, there's been. I, so many that you can't no, not really so many it's just I mean cause some of them are, are divas yeah um, majority of them yeah um, but a lot of them you know honestly they're just regular Joes man yeah. which one surprised you that was really cool and down to earth ah uh, man the there's opposite. been a lot of those man <laughs> <Chicha Chonk. laughs> no, no, there's, there's always been a lot of those man um, honestly 
uh, it was my brother just told me like uh, Scarface. He just met Scarface and oh, drove nice. him around when he came in. Yeah, and he goes, "That dude is chill." Cool. See, yeah. I mean, even even like Kim Kardashian. Um, Kim Kardashian, when she came to El Paso, she hated on my wife, bro. Oh, really? And that's because I mean, if you guys, my wife, she's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> she's, yeah, yeah. she's a hottie, dude. She's a, she's a hottie, man. And she hated on her, bro. She was looking at her up and down, like I saw for myself, bro. Like really, that's a compliment. This, this before, yeah, this before yeah. Kim had all the work done. Before you know, mm-hmm. and she had her original. Yeah, nose. but yeah. I I didn't notice that, so I was like, wow, this is like you felt the sense of like the pettiness, like pettiness and threat. Yeah, like I saw that, man. I remember telling you, I was like, damn, she's just like totally hating on you. Dude. High five. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I high five yeah. myself. Like, yeah, yeah. I reeled like, that in. Yeah. We, let's blow this yeah. joint. Let's get out of here. <laughs> this is a turn on. Yeah, but but honestly, I mean, uh, that was a that that shocked me yeah. because I mean, you think at the time she was like blowing up, bro. When mm-hmm. they brought her, they brought her down to wet, wet, and um, it was like thousands of people were there to see her because they had that. Um, the video meet and, meet and greet. <laughs> yeah, oh, they had a meet and greet. Oh yeah, the video too. But yeah, no, they had the meet and greet, and um, it, you know, she was just like a big diva, dude. Like she looked annoyed, like they didn't want to be there. I was like, okay. And then a month later, she comes out with a song, and they're freaking mm-hmm. trying to push it on us on the radio. And we're like, this is it's trash. Yeah, she's <laughs> fucking it. Oh, trash. Yeah, she, she came did. out with a song. Yep. Yeah, she did I don't a song, remember. Yeah, that. she came out with uh, I think it was like three singles. Yeah, they're man. all fucking the horrible. Trash. Horrible. They're kind of a mix that. between, I guess, like a dance, dance pop, the pop. It was like, Ugh. like let's just put it this way: Paris Hilton's better. Yeah, and, get and the she's fuck horrible. out of here. And she sucks. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, when Paris Hilton too. was trying to DJ, right? Yeah, no, yeah. she still is. Yeah, but no, she's yeah, she's she'll still, just yeah, and then she's acting like she's doing some <laughs> yeah. shit, right? <laughs> no, but, but dis- disappointment, man. Honestly, it's just been, it's been. If anything, I've been more disappointed with DJs. Really? Yeah, and and even DJs from my culture, from the house culture. Because I've opened up for a shitload of DJs, mm-hmm. a lot of the big names, and I've seen them not DJ. Yeah, <laughs> basically. I mean, I'm an OG man. I mean, I I don't pre-record anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, but these guys are playing pre-recorded sets and and they just act and like pretending like they're DJing, and I'm just like, wow, dude, you yep. paid fucking a shitload of money. You're in the millions, and you're doing that. Like that's just wow. But then again. <laughs> I always have this argument with my boss Dario because he's always laughing. He's like, "Yeah, these are producers; they're not DJs." I was like, "Yeah, you're right." You yeah, know? but then, it's yeah. but the people are there for a show. Yeah, because you can't run the chance of fucking up. But see, you know I appreciate I mean? that more and more. Yeah, it, it's more humbling. But you see, that's different though, because w- w- when you're listening with with the with the ear of a DJ, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, "All right, cool. you know he fucked up, but he came back. All right, cool." He, yeah, but he, when you're a fucking if you don't know any better, if you're not in that realm, it's like, oh, he fucked up. He's trash. Yeah. You know what Hey, I mean? did you see that show of Shaq when he was trying to DJ? He's he's he DJ. Did, okay, he's yeah. Does, does he sound? He's good. No, he actually, Shaq, I don't, Shaq's I don't pretty know. dope, man. He, I mean, he has residencies at, uh, in Las Vegas. In Vegas, right? Yeah, man. So, I mean, he's dope. I mean, honestly, he's been doing it for a, a minute, man. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's those that, like, they know, but then there's those that you're like, yeah, you're, dude, like, honestly, I've, I'm not going to say what DJ um well what's his name <laughs> it's been a couple man i remember i opened up for a for a guy at a at a pretty big festival probably mm-hmm. about eight nine thousand people deep and um i remember his manager coming up and i was like hey hold on man let me um, he's like hey you got one more song because the managers are dicks dude yep. you know, all the man all these guys i'm just like and this is where i'll toot my own horn i'm laughing because i'm like bro i'll shit on your headliner that is about to come in like that's why that's why mm-hmm. whenever you come at me with attitude that's when it's like oh, you should dude. yeah i'm just like dude i'm about to shit like i like i could do this with like like we could disconnect this and do, do it old school i'm still gonna make this guy look like shit right mm-hmm. yeah. big headliner comes up i was like hey bro he's like hey you got one song bro hurry up and he's cl- clicking his fingers and i'm yeah. just like 
I was like, okay, cool. So I'm like, oh, let me just let me connect the CDs, the CDJs back because I was, I, um, I was, I mean, let me connect them back because I was using on on my uh, Serato. Yeah. I was like, let me connect this one. He's like, no, no, don't connect anything. Uh, I got it. I was like, okay. So he literally brought his laptop, plugged in a plug, and pre-recorded. Um, they didn't even plug in the CD players, dude. He turned them off, as a matter of fact. And the guy went up there and pretended he was mixing, man. Like it was a, a pre-recorded wave. And oh. it was just, you know, does he throw he cake like, on people? At no, no, no. Okay. You, know, you know what's funny is that, yeah, like, you know, Steve, Steve gets a lot of shit, man. No, Steve, you know, it's, hey, you talk about Yoki, but he gets a lot of shit. But honestly, uh, I got a lot of respect for Steve, man, because he was actually taught by one of my, the legends that I look up to in DJing, DJ AM, rest in peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. AM is, that dude was one of AM's dudes, man. Beast. So Steve Aoki, like, knows how to DJ DJ. Mm. People, yeah, now now he, he gets it because he's a showman. He understands mm-hmm. the show side of it. But no, this is not Steve Aoki that I'm talking about. Some other cat, man. I was just like, wow, dude, you got paid. And then when I found, when I asked the promoter, I was like, just out of curiosity, I was like, what are we looking at here? And she was like, 35 and i'm like for not 100 35 grand i'm like for that shit yeah i was like are you serious that's all you gotta do but he brought people out right now it's because it's more not you know it's not so much that i think it's yes and no because it's more of like i'm going to a festival it's fun yeah Yeah. you know it's like basically (laughs) i've always wanted to go one of those dj festivals before i get too old you know what i'm saying just oh you're not too old bro trust me yeah (laughs) you you go there and you'll be like you'd be surprised yeah you get a lot of the but you you have a lot of older people that's cool man really i always wanted to go to like the one in vegas the edc yeah yeah Yeah, just for the i don't know any of them but i just want to chill did you ever make it to any of the uh or have you ever seen any of the uh Oh, fuck, what is those scratch battles where uh, the invisible scratch pickles? Oh, yeah, the DMCs. Yeah, DMCs. Oh, yeah, bro. I mean, I see them all online. Sick, I see them online. Dude, dude like, money. Now it's just crazy how, how these kids, and, and they're younger, man. Rock and later. it's dope, man. It's good. It's it. I appreciate that because I see so much. Like, to me, those are the cats that should be making the millions, millions. But unfortunately, it's like we always say, yeah, you don't, you don't know a club. Yeah, cool, you can scratch, but. I remember What's they take good? off their you know I mean? shoe and they'll start scratching. Yeah, no, with no, it no so like, much. That, like yeah. those, there's some like we have some badass DJs, mm-hmm. dude, that are like in our in this DJ culture that can get down, bro. From Cubert yeah. to was, DJ yeah. Craze, um, just so many, dude. Mix, Even here, man. Here, Mix I mean, you got Mike, you got here. You got one of the best, uh, uh, dude. Uh, I see this cat all the time. I have seen him come up, Eddie, mm-hmm. man. Uh, one man jazz, it's fire. Metronics is fire. Yeah, Metronics. These is guys really, are just, yeah. you know, but they come from that hip-hop culture with mm-hmm. cutting and scratching and, and i just admire that bro because i mean i i see how you know people see scratching like oh it's just scratchy it's no. just the difficulty the the, the degree of difficulty mm-hmm. to doing shit on it's it's amazing man so You've gotta be coordinated mofo. yeah mm-hmm. no so I, I mean honestly that's that's one thing that i i think those are the cats that i think should be getting paid a lot but yeah. unfortunately it's like we always it's uh, a small say, market yeah no it's, it's like it, it, yeah yeah exactly dude small like market. they just brought Qbert to um um what's it called he was Nine, here yeah he was oh, at 915 shit. vibes bro oh shit you know 915 think about it that's like <laughs> oh, you think that's a big name dude but Fuck yeah. like yeah it's good enough to pack the the, the bar up mm-hmm. but if you bring him to a festival are you going to really pack you know 15,000 people to I go see I didn't even him? know he was here man no, I would love to go see him oh he's a legend dude he's one if not the best in the world invisible scratch pickles yeah dude him and Mike, dude. He comes out with that limited vinyl. Yeah, and all man. That shit. That's dude, crazy. Yeah. So let me ask you this. I've always said this about hip-hop DJs. Mm-hmm. Um, in hip-hop, there's, there's two types of hip-hop. One, that the dude that could cut, and then the other one, the guy who could beat mix. Mm-hmm. It's rare to find a DJ that could do both. Because it's either... Jeff. Yeah, because it's either Jeff. you're do one or the other. Because mm-hmm. I, I know, like with uh, I always told Tommy, uh, um, you know, when when he would take me to his hip hop clubs, and 
and I'd be out there with him and 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 uh, Frankie and Jay or um, Joey. Tommy was that cat that would play the hits, but he would always cut them in. Mm-hmm. His mixing, his, his beat wasn't too good. Yeah, Mark's Mark is one of the dudes whose beats and mixing was fucking on point. Yeah. It's either or, right? It's, it, it's rare to find that guy no, that it, does both. It's changed now, man, because honestly, technology has changed so much because now you got homies that, like, they just manipulate the shit out of turntables, bro. It's beat and scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now you... Then they got the programs for it and the shit now, right? Well, you know, man, everyone... everyone it, it, the programs, all it's done is made us jump... I guess it made, made it to where you can be a little bit more creative mm-hmm. with your music. Back then, you have to skip to a record and find it, and oh, shit, and I'm going to it And doesn't it land by itself now? Like you oh, yeah, there's, it, well, yeah. There's, there's programs. There's, there's certain ones. Yeah, there's yeah. programs that will just they'll, sync they'll it for you. Yeah, they'll yeah, match yeah. the BP. But, but yeah, like it used to be an uncommon thing, but now it's more common where like dudes can actually mix, where, where it's getting a little bit more difficult for them is I think you got a lot of hip-hop DJs trying to open up to other genres where they're not used to. Mm. You know, see, because a lot of us back in back in our day, like, we had to play hip-hop, bro. Yeah. Mm. We, you had to learn how to play hip-hop if you wanted to be in a club gig because there was no working around. If they're going to go see a DJ, he's going to, because it was. Well, back in the, back in, you know, back in the 90s mm-hmm. and the yeah. 80s, you had to play some sort of hip-hop to, Absolutely. you know, at least, that, that, that was your commercial music. Yeah. And then you, you spoon-fed them, you everything know, the else. new stuff. Yeah. Because that's how it, I would do it. But yeah, no, and times have definitely changed with that, man. Because back then it used to be, you could eat, can I get yeah. you? Because you hear Tommy still on his legs, scratching yeah. it up. And, and I have so much history with Tommy, man. Um, that's my boy, man. And honestly, I credit with really learning more about hip-hop from him. Mm-hmm. Because he would call me, and this is when he was working at Power. He's like, hey, Johnny. And Tommy's the loudest yeah, he is. dude you will ever meet, man. Tommy Black is loud and hilarious as hell. That's an army in him now. Bro, yes. Isn't he uh, a stand-up comedian now? Uh, yeah, and he is the <laughs> he has got to be the loudest dude I know. I know. I used to go to the same barber with yeah. him. So, yeah, I remember. Hey, John. Yeah, and, he had, and it's funny, man, because he called me. He was like, hey, man, come to my house. He lived, uh, he lived over here on the east side. He's like, come get some records because back then, Power would get a shitload mm-hmm. of promos. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he opened up his garage. Dude, shit was falling out all over the place. And he's like, get whatever you want, man. Take them. God, I'm not even going to use this stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, I would take home crates of records, man. And he's like, just get, the, hey, this is hot. This is hot. And, this, and he'd be telling me, this is what's going to hit. Yeah. And then he, that's where I started learning. He's like, look, this is East Coast. This is West Coast. This is Texas. This mm. is this. And I started like distinguishing. So he'd be like, hey, man, um, I'm going to be playing at a, a club and I want to throw a little techno. And he'd do it. He's like, but he'd call it techno. <laughs> he's know? like, I'm doing a little techno. Tommy's black, man. He's yeah. like, I'm doing a little techno. And I, I started laughing my ass off, man, because I'm like, Tommy. I was like, what do you mean tech? I was like, no, it's called house. I was like, well, you know, you know. It's the same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he was, he was mocking the way that. So it's I all mean, that rebel shit. So I gave him a, I would give him a couple of records. like, you're good with this. And he's like, okay, cool. The next day I'd be hearing him, he'd be scratching with it. <laughs> he'd be scratching the hell out of him. I'm like, damn, bro, I needed that record back. But, but he was <laughs> always like, up. he was always like cutting it up. And, yeah. and then you hear cats like Mark that, yeah, dude, Mark just has that that hip-hop element. You yeah. know? I remember we used to have to go to the west side to go get some, I mean, on the east side to go get some vinyl. It was like a skate shop. Yeah. Was, oh, shit. It was, uh, and we would go get the DJ Rectangle. Yeah. Uh, the oh, vinyl. yeah, Rectangle, yeah. And uh, it was like, uh, it was, I think it was across the street from like uh, Hank's or something like yeah. that. It was like a skate shop. Cool Arrows. Record. Yeah. What was it called? Cool Arrows. No, no, it wasn't that. No, that's a head shop. No, uh, yeah. No, is that a headstand? Yeah. Or no, Griffin's? It, it might have been Griffin's. It was like uh it didn't last that long, but they they had all the <laughs> yeah. There was a lot yeah, of them. Man. Was, we used to do we still have the vinyl shop everywhere, man. Back in the yeah. day, we went to 
thrift stores, everywhere we could find vinyl, we'd go. Yeah. Sound warehouse. So one, of course, shouts to One World Style. That's where, you know, that was the biggest uh, record shop in El Paso. That was, um, what's the name Match from? Uh, Match. Match and Eddie. Match. Well, he was yeah. at the, oh, what the fuck, Joe, John, and Mark. Joe, John, and Mark <laughs> for a long time, man. Yeah. <laughs> the cop's bar. Hell, yeah. the cop bar. Yeah, now, uh, it's the, now it's the district. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. That dude was fucking. He could he get down. He was old as shit. Yeah, he still is. <laughs> he was old as yeah, shit. Yeah, he's shots the match, down. man. Yeah. He's, yeah, but fuck. He's still doing his thing. Yeah, he's, he had his shop right here on Yarbrough, uh, then Stannon, then Five Points, then uh, on Mesa. It's crazy. Damn. Oh, yeah. Dude, it's crazy how fucking. But I mean, the feeling you was. would get like to find a certain vinyl, you know. You, I was just talking about that, that on the radio no this morning. I was talking about that this morning because I was saying now with a click of a button, you have a song. Yeah. You you know Shazam. So back then, dude, we used to listen like, oh damn, like uh, for example, when I would hear Richard Vision, mm-hmm. uh, Humpty Vision play a song, I'd be like, oh my god, because he had his mix show Power Tools on Power One Hundred Six in L.A. Yeah. So that was after hours from two to four in the morning. Dude, I used to stay up and listen to it, like do my best to get recorded mixes out of it, and like mm-hmm. just like, oh, dude. And I remember mm-hmm. hearing it, and I'd be like, I'd call up record shops and be like, dude, do you know? And back then, it's funny because my boy Alex Peace worked at a record shop in Chicago, so that's where I used to get a lot of my records from. And I'd call him and be like, hey, Alex, I'd have my cassette. What what, what song is this? And I literally it was on a a landline. It wasn't a <laughs> cell phone. It was a landline. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, what song? He's like, dude, I've never heard that. But let me ask Bill to ask Richard. That's mm-hmm. how we got. That's how we got the names of tracks, dude. Yeah. I was just telling my boss today on the radio, I was like, man, there was a song, a hard house song that, that Richard played one time, and I probably searched for it for about a good year and a half, maybe two years for it. Oh, shit. Until I found the name of the, the album. Which one was it? It was, uh, I can't say it, man. No, ah. yeah, it was, a, it was a, a, a guy by the name of DJ Apple. That, oh, shit. But you would have never, ever in a million years like known about that record yeah. had Richard not played it. So back then, that's how we were listening to like You had to literally find a way to f- talk to the artist or communicate with them like because there was no hey dude like now i can send you a message to richard mm-hmm. like hey bro you played the song and like because yeah. i'm with pitbull station i'm on i'm on sirius xm okay so like we he does power tools on our show now so i'm on i'm on sirius xm every saturday at mm-hmm. 6 p.m okay so power tools oh, is sure. on at 10 p.m at night mm-hmm. um so like now i can just hey what's up dude like what, what was the name of that track you played yeah. you know and back then you couldn't do that you you sometimes you never knew you some there's still stuff that i'm still looking for that he played in the 90s that i'll never know what the hell it was yeah. man. it's crazy yeah where you get the little mixtapes from yeah. like east coast yeah. or you yeah know. man dude so. bad boy bill was yeah was six turntables lined up while he's playing oh yeah, like, yeah he, he, that, that kid was, was something well else, bill right? back then what that was the cool. see and bill came from the hip-hop element he man. did yeah. yeah you know from his hot mixes he won whatnot. he won one of those uh, did he, he was one of the one of the area champs yeah but dude these guys are just I mean, just incorporated. They they've done so much for the scene. Um, so I mean, I'm always I'm always thanking them and do those guys. It's something about the OGs that they're the most humble men mm-hmm. because I will tag them and stuff, and they will always repost. They'll always write back, "Thanks, man, much love. Stay yeah. on the grind. Thank you for the support." Um, and Irene too, man. I mean, uh, we've always we've always all remained homies, man. So it's been but, cool. But it's got to be also because I mean, like you said, so they're they're a lot older in and out, and now they've been through the whole. You know, when we get older, it, you, I mean, since like I said, we're all about the same size, <laughs> about the same age. I mean, when you get older, you start seeing like the petty shit ain't worth it anymore. Oh, no. You know what I mean? And, and, and like I said, I've always, we, we've talked about this. We've always been about, you know, bringing up, if I if one of us could come up and bring somebody else or, or congratulate somebody that's doing it already. Yep. I mean, especially because we're all from the same area. By all means, why not? That's, you know how, what I that's mean? how I am, dude. I, I, I've always said, if I eat, we all eat. Yeah, eat. yeah. If I eat, we all eat. And well, that's, that's how, 
you know, it's always been, man. I've uh, I've done my part to do my best to help open the doors for the DJ homies, man. I mm-hmm. mean, honestly, like a lot of the DJs that have come through 104 have come through me, man. I was the first or second hiree that the, the station had, man. Yeah. So I opened the doors for, you know, homies that was like, yo, dude, you know, get in there. Eat, mm-hmm. get yourself, man. Now what they did from that point on is it's on, it's on them. Yeah. You know, but being able to open the door for them, that's been dope, man. So it's crazy. You went from DJing at... With with dark and, and and vertigos, to being blackballed from a fucking radio station, completely blackballed. Mm-hmm. To now you're always on the fucking <laughs> you're always on the fucking radio yeah. now. All that going, would do you prefer the on air shit, the on air personality shit, or do you still? feel the love of the fucking DJ and shit. It's funny, man, because uh, I'm getting as I'm getting older. Um, I have a lot of people like, dude, when do you see yourself doing it? Done. Yeah. And it's funny because as I get older, I feel myself getting better. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. that's that's scary to me. Smarter. It's it's scary to me. <laughs> no, because I'm like, damn, like now I'm seeing the more technical stuff that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing that I can't mix. I mean, dude, I've, I've, I'm so open format with everything. I, I mix everything. Like I yeah. can, you can give me a record. I can make, I can find a way to mix it in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love communicating with people. I love talking. Right. I love inspiring, man. That's always been my thing. That was my thing when we started the morning show. Um, cause I started nights at the station. Mm-hmm. So nights back then is basically get your feet wet. Yeah. You know, then party I got, time. yeah. Then I got into afternoons. Um, and that was more like, okay, I remember all, uh, the first time my boss was like, Hey, we need to talk to you. And I was like, Oh shit, I'm getting canned. It's happening. <laughs> Great, <laughs> man. It was about time. You know, but you know, honestly building your brand, I, I think that's what's helped me is that street cred trans, you know, it, mm-hmm. um, it, uh, Okay, it translated onto when I came on radio. Okay. People already knew I had a following. They're like, hey, dude, this cat's from Juarez, or this cat's, you know, he, he DJs in Juarez, and he mm-hmm. he's, has a following. Um, and I knew my music, man. I've always been that dude that, like, people was like, dude, this guy breaks records. Like, he's always, like, with dance music, I, I'd get a record, and I was, I was like, fuck it, we're playing it. Like, this is hot. <laughs> like You never moved away from El Paso? You know, I had opportunity, man, but I never wanted to. Honestly, I've been, I love my city so much, man, our city so much. That it's always been like, you know what, I have a dream that like the city can grow. And I see it growing in the direction yeah. it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can never work for another radio station that I was where, where I'd have to be told what to play. Yeah. Because I see the bullshit in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes back to the politics of it. Yep. You know, and that was the big thing. I'm just like, mm, you know, yep. I opening the mic and being able to talk to my community and inspire them. Um, you know, I've I've had to do it through the worst of times when we had the Walmart shooting. Yeah. And that was probably the the hardest show I've ever had to do in my life. Mm-hmm. Um where it was heavy, man. Because my, my morning show, it's very upbeat, laughing jokes, making fun of each other. It, it Basically, the morning show, we, the way we wanted to feel is like two people just talking shit and like having, like the way right. we are right now. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Back, fun. You know, having a drink and just whatnot. You know, yeah. obviously yeah. not having a drink, right. but you know, no, no, just no. chilling. But we can. So, yeah. but we also like, <laughs> when, when it comes down to, you know, a serious topic as it was uh, on that, when that tragedy happened, mm-hmm. it was probably the most difficult time because i was so emotional there was we were literally going into commercial and i was coming out in tears because i'm very emotional man and just you know knowing that we're a city in pain um it was definitely hard man so when you ask me do i like dj no i i like them i i love them equally the same i have the same amount of passion for both mm-hmm. um simply because on one end i get to educate and break right. music and on the other on the other hand i get to to sympathize and be with people and inspire them because I could be on there and say, ah, oh, screw this, screw that, blah, blah, blah. But right. instead, I'm not, there's so much negativity in the world. 
um, I've always been the type of, like I'm not gonna fall into that man mm-hmm. I wanna be the, the one where they come in and they're like oh dude that dude's hilarious and yeah you're right man you know maybe I shouldn't say that or maybe I should think twice before I do this mm-hmm. um, because I think knowing the audience that I have and it's a very very it, it's crazy bro radio has changed so much yep. it used to be everyone listened to radio and yeah. now it's like you got the teens listening to Spotify and yeah they'll listen to radio when mom and dad are driving them to school right. but other than that they don't they, you know, they don't fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, they don't mess with it. They don't listen to full albums anymore either. They so, just, but, but, I also, but I also take that into consideration. I'm very careful with some of the things that I talk about or topics that we'll cover because you never know how it's going to fall on someone's ears, especially mm-hmm. someone's kids' ears. Yeah. And I don't want them to hear something negative coming out of me mm-hmm. and then they turn around and have a negative mindset. I mean, you don't know how many people I've had write to me saying, dude, you saved my life. And as crazy as it sounds, they're like, I've had so many people say that they were going to do something to themselves and they heard me say something that empowered them or inspired them to say, you know what, man, you're right. Or I played a song, man. Like they're like, damn, you played the song and you talked about it, how beautiful it was and Mm -hmm. you know, this and that. And it was crazy because I think I've always said this, man. I go, I refer back to God. I, you know, I know people don't like to talk about that, Mm -hmm. but I think uh, we all have a purpose here in life. And I'm like, man, I was like, I think it's, I think that I found my calling. Yeah. You know, so I say honestly, bro. I, I think I love them both the same, man. When it comes to it, damn. Send them my way if you find them. <laughs> <laughs> I need my calling. Trying to find them with the bottle. Yeah. Trying to yeah. find them at the end of the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in a good word for me. So is it still the same? Because I remember, like I said, so you said about you know the change of you know in in the in the industry. I remember back in the day, the biggest rivalry was, you know, the morning show was always the big thing. Mm-hmm. You would compete the fuck out of her. Oh yeah. But now it seems like it's not as big because. Like, I always said, KLAQ back in the day was always the best because they talked about the most outlandish shit, like mm-hmm. the most, you know, conspiracies and fucking, they, they talk more real talk as opposed to when you would hear like, like Kiss, Kiss is, it's usually that little office upbeat, I can't say nothing because I don't want to say shit, yeah. and <laughs> power with, you know, Patty and all them, they're, uh, she would usually, I remember there was always a site that they would go to. I can't remember what the name of the fucking site was where they'd get their three main stories. All right, we're running with that. Yeah. Um, And it was nothing that was ever. Too risky. Not risky, but anything that had anything to do with us. You know, mm-hmm. it'd be like, oh, you know, the top panda names in the world. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. And they'd talk about an hour and a half of that. Like, who gives a fuck? Like, it's yeah. candy coated shit. And, 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 and with Buzz, you know, he, he was always that kind. He would, he, he tried to do the Howard Stern version. Yeah. And now that he's commercial, I guess, because now he's syndicated, yeah. it's trash. And I was like, dude, what the <laughs> fuck happened? How do you feel? Like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? No, no. It, it just, I mean, because, I mean, you, 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 you know, you have like certain mixes where you get to meet people from other stations. You're like, oh, shit, that's who you are? Yeah. And you're, sometimes you're like, oh, fuck, that's, I never thought that's what, like, a buzz? <laughs> I never thought that's what he looked like. You know, when you hear the voice, you're like, it that's fit you? you? Yeah. And then, like, wait, same thing with Patty. You hear the voice, I was like, god damn, that's you? And, 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 and then is it still as as cutthroat or is it more just like you have your 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 niche and people just follow that regardless and it's not so much about numbers anymore it's just about keeping what you have already yeah it's it's that you know radio's changed big time and honestly there's still those cats in the old radio stations you just mentioned that they're still very territorial very like oh you were i've never been like that dude because yeah. at the end of the day when if I ever decide to, or we ever part ways with 104, I'm still going to be Johnny Cage, man. I'm still going to be the DJ. Yeah. You know, I know that I have a following. I have a base following Mm -hmm. because I've done so much to brand my name. Yeah. That's a thing. But 
I don't fall into the whole radio politics. Of the, I call them radio nerds because <laughs> I won't mention what radio stations, but I've had some of the dudes like, oh, fuck that guy, this and that. And yeah. I'm just, I laughed. I'm like, bro, like you're a dork. Like seriously, you're taking your job serious, bro. Like it's you're gung ho, yeah, dude. Yeah. You're going, I'm like, dude, like, yeah, this is my job. I, I love my job. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't wear my, you know, 104 shirts and hey, I'm 104. <laughs> if anything, I'm like, yeah, I'm the total opposite, bro. Yeah. Uh, but there are those, you still got the radio geeks that yeah. there, there's still those nerds that'll do that. As far as competition, yeah, of course, competition brings out the best in you, man. Yeah. You know, you always want, you know, you, you always want to be the best. Um, now the ratings bullshit. I think it's, I think the ratings are bullshit yeah. because, um, there's really no really way to gauge how how many how many listeners you have. Basically, what these rating systems do, they send a booklet out to you. Mm-hmm. Hey, what are you listening to? Okay, um, what kind of music do you like? Okay, what time do you listen to? Okay, and that's it. Mail it back. We'll send you two bucks or five yep. bucks, and that's really? it. So they only give a you know certain amount of of that per you know demographic or yep. whatever. So I've always said that I think I personally think ratings are bullshit when it comes to that, especially here in El Paso. Yeah, There's no really way to gauge, hey, man, this guy's got 55,000 people listening right now. There's right. no way, dude. There's no, I mean, they don't even. Yeah. But as far but unfortunately, that's what the consumer goes by. The, yeah. the, the person that wants to advertise and, hey, you know what? What are your ratings? What's this? I mean, that's just fact, bro. There's yeah, really no money. way to ga- gauge it. But just go by the rating system. You have to play by it. You got to play, play by the, the rules. play by the rules, man. You know, um, and that's just the politics of the radio station, bro. It really is. It's the politics of radio in general everywhere. Yeah. So, and I get that. Um, but yeah, is there still competition? I don't. I you know, I think with our station we're very different, bro. Um, we're not like that. I I know like rival rate, and I hate calling it rival radio stations because I'm just like. It's just so nerdy to me, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yeah, man. I was like, like I'm not, you know, I don't go out there and I, I mean, I've I've met Buzz maybe once. Mm. Uh, like I didn't try to fight him or anything. Like, no, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, it's just. I mean, I know all the guys from Power. I know yeah. Patty and all them. They're they're all cool. I mean, I've never been like, fuck them and blah blah. No, yeah, yeah. if anything, they'd be like that with me sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> but but I, on, I remember that. But honestly, <laughs> I I just, I've always just been like, I, I don't. I, it's because I don't fall into the radio nerd shit of it, dude. Mm. I, if anything, I think it, it's funny to me, man. And I think that translates when I talk on radio, dude, because I I really am me, dude. Like I think that's what people like is that. What you see is what you get. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, we're number one, dude. Listen to us and nobody else. No, dude, we're all station flippers. Dude, trust me. I get in my car. I don't listen to my radio station. Mm. I'm freaking listening to Christmas music. I'll put on a podcast. <laughs> I'll listen to the weirdest shit ever, dude. And I station flip sometimes. I'll listen to Bobby Bones in the morning, mm. uh, country station, because my chick loves country. Yeah. Uh, so oh, we'll listen man. to country. Yeah, dude. Damn, so we'll I'm listen sorry, to country. Man. Then, I'll, then I'll, listen, I'll listen to like, you know, just weird shit, dude. I mean, yeah. but every, every person is a station flipper, dude. Yeah, I mean, man. I get it, man. You know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess... For the other radio stations, maybe they're still competitive, but for for our us, it's not really. It, it's just changed. Radio's changed so yeah. much, man. It really has, and we try to make it fun. Mm-hmm. And I think where we have the curveball is that we're DJs, man. Yeah, you know, we're we know we're out there, bro. You could put me up, and I'm willing to bet money again. You could put me up against any other person with a radio station. They'd be like, "That's Johnny Cage." Mm-hmm. But who's this other person? Well, that person's on that radio station, but they're on there twenty four seven. Yeah, but. I'm a soldier. I'm out in the streets, man. Mm-hmm. I'm doing events. I'm throwing events. I'm throwing festivals. I'm part of something. Right. You know, I'm part of the culture. I'm not just like, hey, man, I'm here for a, for a paycheck. Yeah. You know, this is like music is my life. Mm-hmm. So that's the, I think that's the difference. And I think that's what translates on radio is like that's where it's people know that, hey, you know what? This guy 
maybe he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> and he lives, he's one of us, man. Like right. I always said, you know, I've, I'm, I'm one of them. I always say, dude, like, like I hate the whole, like I hate the, the whole, oh, dude, you're like a local legend. I'm like, nah, dude, I'm just a dude from the lower valley that's trying right. to make it. And, you know, found a niche, dude. I found, I found my calling. I found my passion. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's what set me apart, man, is that, you know, um, I, what you hear is what you get, dude. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be someone I'm not. You see, because I, I know, like you are saying about the, uh, you could tell fakeness when mm -hmm. you hear it. And a lot of, it's like, I can't listen to the rate. Like, I, for the life of me, I've tried and I just can't because I, I guess I've been, you know, during my time at Power, when you had the same eight fucking songs playing mm -hmm. for three yeah. fucking hours back to and I was like dude and so, oh it's because it falls in the you have to fall as a no the whole payola shit mm -hmm. you have to play these same eight songs 17 times a day during this that's time it's like 101 times a week yeah. yeah yeah they give you the so they give you the format already right so they give you so at, at, from 8 to 802 you got to do your call letter signs and uh, 102 your call letters 102.4 or 104.3 no more requests right no, no <laughs> the, and the request that you get is that so back then you used to have the fucking reels where you would a log, cut, yeah. you would cut with fucking <laughs> with a little razor blade and fucking tape and fucking run it back. So you're getting all these calls and you know you have say DMX Rough Riders Anthem coming up in 45 minutes. Out of all those calls coming in, one dude asked for it earlier, so you got to record that, it, oh, you yeah. got to put it on. As like, hey, can you put? Oh, you know what? Just for you, dude, it's on. Boom. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah, so you gotta. It's a I coincidence. Mean, not, <laughs> not that you just gotta fucking sit on it to fucking. Yeah. <laughs> and you can take no yeah. more calls because then you will fucking lose where you're at. Because the, the reels are huge. Oh yeah. The reels are fucking huge, and you'll lose where you're at if you don't mark it either tape it or or, or mark it. Yeah. Spray it on it. Yeah. yeah. Really. If you don't do it, you'll fucking lose it, and then you're like, you're fucked. And that's your whole I would not fucking be good thing. At that See, and people always ask that, why do you guys play this? And I think what a lot of people don't know is that, you know, you have a program director or a music director that really dictate what's playing. What's going on? And all we do now is just press pause on the on the computer so that way we can talk and then unpause it and go back into the music that's yeah. there. It's not like I'm like, hey man, uh, you know, this artist has a new song. Let me let me play it real, real yeah. quick. No. But that's and what I mean by with our station is that we have that liberty now with with our mix shows. Um, so I mix at noon mm -hmm. and Javi mixes at five and then I do a morning mix. Mm -hmm. That's basically where the boss is like, you guys know what the hell's hot, play it. Yeah, you guys know what's what's banging, play it. You know, yeah. Yeah. you guys know what, what works. So yeah. that's where, you know, I don't have a playlist in front of me saying, oh man, I got to play, I'm playing my song, but I got to play a Taylor Swift song coming up next. Or I got to <laughs> play this song coming up next. Because yep. the music of the day, man, honestly, it's very depressing. Like a lot of the pop music, it's very, very depressing, dude. Mm -hmm. And I always, I have this argument with my boss all the time. And he always tells me, my boy Dario is my boss, he's my boy. But he's like, hey, man, it's the most Shazam song in El Paso. It's the most, <laughs> the, look at it, it's the most requested song here. Yeah. It's this, but I'm like, dude, like, yeah, but you think, okay, is it Shazamming? But what's the age demographic that's Shazamming it? Because, mm -hmm. like, we're older dudes. I'm not going to sit there and fucking listen to Olivia Rodrigo if I'm my age. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing when I listen to Buzz. Like, I think the rock they play on there is garbage, dude. It's all yeah. the fucking it's, 80s. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, and I'm just like, the fuck you know so guess what we all have spotify playlists we all have stuff that we listen to we mm -hmm. all have apple music or something all of us do that bro all yeah. of us do that mm -hmm. um now when you have content that's different like when i'm playing music I like my my thing is like i know how to catch an audience i know like i'm gonna throw 80s and i know i'm gonna catch some people but then from the 80s i'm gonna take them here yeah you're like i'm gonna up. i'm gonna mix it up into this or i'm mm -hmm. gonna go into spanish or i'm gonna go into this um when we have a conversation you gotta you know you gotta know how to spark interest and in, in, you know when you lose contact with your with your audience yeah that's what sucks man so you got to know how to like hey you know what like 
like when you were mentioning about like the other radio stations, how they have their morning show, and maybe it's different now. Mm-hmm. I always, I always say, let's keep it local, let's keep the flavor here because we're all from here, man. Right. You know, yeah. it, now would my show work in another city? Absolutely not, not man. Mm-hmm. Now me as a jock, yes, it would because I know how to be a radio jock. Mm-hmm. But to give the El Paso element to another city like Arizona, no, absolutely not, man. Because yeah. when I talk about the Northeast, people know about the Noe. Mm-hmm. When I talk about the Lower Valley and Bowie Bakery and all the Cholos down there, they, yep. or hey, th- this went down, or hey, the Cuz over here, people know what we're talking about. They right. know the lingo, yeah. you know? So that's what I think sets us apart is we give that local flavor to it, man. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's one of the things that's, that's really dope because, you know, like, like we were saying earlier about, you know, bringing up like the 915, like like that's one of the things that that I like when, when somebody has an opportunity to, to share it, you know, because El Paso is such a huge, small city. Yeah. Which is fucking weird to me. Uh, we, we have such a big-ass city, but we have a small-town mentality. Yep. But then when you have people like when Khalid would come out and it's all oh, 915, then fucking Aaron Jones comes out and, you know, you have people that have their spotlight on them and they're actually talking about us yep. here. Uh, I, I think that's something that, that you know, that that's really fucking dope. One of the reasons we, you know, try to start this podcast was to kind of put, you know, this, you know, that's why we have this, the big old sun and the still fucking yeah. the mountain for the Franklin Mountains on the on the fucking star uh, on our logo because, you know, it, as much as everybody says when they're here that they fucking hate it mm-hmm. and they always come back because they fucking mm-hmm. we, you, you, we fail to look at what we actually have in front of us until yep. until we leave it and and, it, and it's sad that we have such a huge mixture of of greatness here but we don't take advantage of it because we don't have you know like the big six flags or you know whatever yeah. attraction it is because mm-hmm. we always want to be entertained but we don't we're not able to, to actually enjoy the love that we actually have here because anywhere else you go it's completely fucking different here it's a big city but it's such a small town mentality where you know love is love you know if you show love you get love you know if you if, if you show you're an asshole you don't get dealt like oh, an yeah, asshole. Big time, man. You know? and, and it is what it is and, and that's one of the things that you know like you said that does set you guys apart and it's fucking different because you know since you're not since the station isn't really like a, a u.s station since yeah. it's a mexican station you have a little bit more liberty flexibility yeah. to do shit which is so fucking cool and people unless they've been like within the industry, like they don't understand, right? It's like, oh, yeah. whatever. But like, like even with the music, when you're talking about, you know, finding your demographics. Back in the day, I remember we used to have, um, we'd go to the air, the Hilton Airport. They'd have fucking, uh, they book the conference room, and they'd play song. They they'd have a, they'd have three tapes. That was an hour and a half long, and then they cut up songs and they throw in DJs in between, and they'd have fifty people in there. And they'd have a fucking call sheet. They have a sheet. Do you like the song? Rate one through five. Yep. And that's how that's really? that's how you would yeah. get what would be playing here, because that's how you know what was hot. And then the different DJs would be coming on. Do you like the way that guy sounded? Do you feel he was professional? Blah blah blah. And that's how you would get your higher rating as far as uh, you know Johnny Cage. All right, dude, we'll give him a five. Yeah, so he's one of the best ones. Or um, you know uh, Cujo, he's a fucking. He's give him a one so he's gonna be on the bottom so that's how you would get your ratings yeah. back then oh wow yeah it, it, it sucked because when you see the demographic you know it says 18 to 40 but when you're there everybody there's 35 to 40 <laughs> they're holding yeah. shit house moms and shit, you know shit and then that's why hip-hop was never coming up 
mm-hmm. because everything that you get from that census was all the older shit, all yep. the the pop shit. Because I remember, one, like you mentioned earlier, the power jams. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the power jams, I remember I was talking to Candyman. He was asking me, he's, hey, dude, who do you, who's coming in? Who do you think would be a, a fucking good group? Outcast was a, was a, coming out with a Quemini. They had just dropped a Quemini. Mm. I was like, dude, this fucking group is going to be huge. And they went with J-Lo because she had just dropped her first fucking album. I, well, I'm, I'm cool with like, that. No, no. It was trash. It was trash. I was like, dude. You, J-Lo? Yeah. So with her first album? Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to. I go trash. with earplugs. But I mean. <laughs> no, but but and then he was telling me, he's like, yeah, dude, you know, we could get a Quemini uh, or uh, Outcast out here. They're asking for eight. J-Lo's asking for 15. I was like, dude, these guys will get not only like the Fort Bliss crowd. Yep. But all the new kids, like our age, 18, 19, they're going to fucking, dude, this yeah, album's going to be man. fucking amazing. He's like, nah, we'll go with this other girl for 50. They lost their ass on that. They're, they're like, she fuck. I mean, you know what I mean? And, and, and that's where you get. Because you get, you get that fucking, <laughs> that, that survey. It was like, oh, well, everybody likes this song. So, but dude, yeah. they're fucking older women. They don't, that's not our, that's not, that, you know. And, and back then, it was either you listen to Power or you listen to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. They had no, no competition. 93Z, maybe. Yeah, oh, shit, the B. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. B. Yeah, but, you but, had no competition. But it, it's so true, man. And and that's where I think radio has changed big time. And I think that's where radio in general has lost touch. Yeah. Um, and that's what we tried to do different at uh, with our station is we're like, I know, like, I know when, when people are, are listening to the morning show, I'm like, okay, man, it's the older crowd. Right. With with exception to the college crowd, but I don't really think a lot of college students are as in tune with radio as the older crowd. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, are they going to really want to be listening to this shit? Or are they going to want to hear like freaking '80s or you know a, an old Spanish song or something mm. that they can relate to, or an old school hip hop song? Right. You know, or is it going to be like, are we going to be playing the new shit that they're going to be like, well, yeah, they have kids in the car, they'll understand it. Mm-hmm. But what are the chances the kids usually have the earpods on? Yep. You know, because my son does that to me all the time. Yep, I have yep. an 18 year old son. I, he's like. And and put perfect. I'll I'll show you guys exactly what I mean. The other day, uh, I went to Home Depot, and I needed some help. I was looking for a Halloween decoration. Mm-hmm. The other day, a couple of months, <laughs> uh, and um, there was a young girl walking by, and I was like, "Excuse me," I was like, "Can you help me?" And she's like, "Yeah," blah blah blah. And I was like, "Hey, you know," she's like, "Hold on, let me get my manager." So then the manager comes, and it's a young high school girl, right? He's Twelve. No, the, no, no. The manager comes, man. He's like an older dude, like yeah. older guy, and he's like, "Dude." Dude, shut up. Is that you? <laughs> and he's like, dude. Tell, oh, my God. And he looks at the, the girl. He's like, oh, my God. Dude, I got to get my camera. Hold on, man. My wife's never going to believe me. So the, 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 little, the little girl's shit. looking at him like, she's looking the at him. Fuck is going dude, on? it's funny because the little girl's like, Oh, shit. She's looking at her, she's like, Are you in the UFC? And I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing my ass off. So, That's a compliment. So right she's off like, the bat, no, you're a fighter. She's like, <laughs> she's like, I was like, No. And then he's like, You don't know who this is? And she's like, And then the. Uh, Another dude that's like a, another guy that's walking with her, like or by her. He's like, he's like, yeah. And the guy's like, how's it going? He's like, yeah. He's like, Do you know this? And they're, they, they must have been. I asked him. I was like, how old are you? She's like, I'm 18. How old are mm-hmm. you? The, the guy was 19. I was like, and the guy's like, dude, that's freaking Johnny Cage. <laughs> and then it's funny because then their automatic response for both of them. Dude, my mom listens to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom yeah, loves dude, you. But, but it's funny because I that's my what I mean. That's you. what I mean. I was like, the demographics in radio have changed tremendously. It used to be women 18 that's to 34, hilarious. people 18 plus. Yeah. I just think because the young generation figured out that radio to them really doesn't cater. Right. They're it's not in touch unless you're into the pop music. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I mean, honestly, like I tell my son, I was like, what are you listening to? He tells me names, I'm like, what the 
is that? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm just like, yeah, but radio would never touch that My shit. My little girl would be breaking me off on music, and it's weird. Because I'm like, that's pretty cool. Not all of it, but uh-huh. I'm like, that, that one's pretty cool. Or they, know, or they know the track. They know the artist, but they, it's a different song that they're listening to mm-hmm. on the album. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just, it's changed so much, man. Dude, what's one thing that people... What what's the best way I could say this? What's what's one thing that people don't don't expect from uh or, or they think that, that, that you have or that you get that you really don't get? You know what I mean? Like like I know back in the day, like it was like, oh fuck, I know you guys are rich because you guys are I was like, dude, there's no there's I was making five twenty five an hour <laughs> and we get we would get paid on the we get paid like food stamps. It was the first and fifteenth of the month. <laughs> and that was it. And we're getting five twenty five. Like, oh, you guys gotta be making all this fucking money, you gotta be getting all these bitches. That part was true. <laughs> that part would do. And, and I was in promotions, and I would help out her now and again, like I said, on air with uh, with Joey. And well, everything there's a value to that, dude, okay, bro. You uh, cannot. No, you can't put money on. I know, I know where you're going. CDs, with bro. The single uh-huh. CDs used to give you fucking free pizza and food from yeah. like McDonald's and yeah. shit. Yeah. No, the trade. one. Yeah, I know the promotional only. I, I know, yeah, I know what you're asking, yeah. man. But the one thing that's funny that I think everyone the uh, misconception. It, the misconception. And it's not even. It's not even about money. It's about hey, bro. So, uh, hey, uh, do me a favor, man. Hey, uh, Drake needs a shout out, man. My kid wants a shout out from Drake. Can you can you hook that up? Oh. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me, let me, they, let me text him real they quick. They think that we literally talk to like all the artists, like on a, yeah, like, yeah. like I pick up my like, that's the biggest. Honestly, that's probably the biggest thing. Hey, man, um, or that, or that we get tickets to every single concert. Oh, right. when the concert, yeah, 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 front row, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, sometimes yeah, you do get some, yeah, but sometimes what they'll do is like they'll have like either. Um, Winners that didn't pick up the, like, Their the tickets. tickets they want, or just you know the the company will purchase extra, mm-hmm. so or you know on trade or whatever. Right. So they'll they'll be like, hey man, we're gonna have a raffle at the station. And I'm always like, damn, bro. I'm like, I always lose the raffles, dude. It's always like, the, it's always <laughs> like the cleaning else. lady that yeah, gets yeah, the yeah, tickets, yeah. right? Juanita, you're yeah, going to close yeah. yeah. She's like, Juanita only works on Mondays. <laughs> you're gonna go see Outcast. <laughs> no, but seriously, I that's like the, the, I think a, that's yeah. the biggest thing. That is that you you uh you have an uh, like you have a maquinita that makes all the tickets. So you, they think you have all the tickets Everything in the world. There. Yep. That and the, that you still that you talk to these artists firsthand on the daily. And yeah, like yeah. I have a I have a um, uh, my insurance guy man. Shouts to my insurance guy Joe. He's funny because he tells me he's like, hey bro, you, you haven't uh, done, haven't talked to the Kardashians lately. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> now they're busy, bro. I was like, nah, Kim hasn't been picking it up. Man. She, she broke up with Pete. She's right. not talking to me. And I'm like, yeah, but there's people. My wife's really, fault. There's a lot that think like that. Do they really think that like we? talk to these guys and yeah we do interviews with them but right. sometimes they're over a phone mm-hmm. or if it's a concert that we'll literally have like five minutes and get the hell out of here yep. after that you know but yeah they think that we're like buddy buddy you know yeah. so that's the thing that that i think um the biggest misconception. misconceptions big time because yeah. i remember like you mentioned about the tickets i remember the hard knock life tour was coming yeah and i wanted to see them but I, they're like all right dude so you're gonna work the after party because the after party was at the palace yeah and i was like all right well fuck it he goes well you could go if you have tickets you could go but you have to leave at a certain time. So I remember we were giving away tickets. And my homie's like, dude, you want to go? And I was like, dude, my man, man uh, Meth and Red were going to open. Fuck yeah, I want to go. Yeah. So like, all right, bro, here. Tell that's you. with Jay, right? With Jay-Z? Yeah, yeah Jay-Z. DMX. Uh, DMX. DMX. That, that's where I was so disappointed. I love D. But I, I met him and he was a fucking cocksucker. He was, rest in peace. Nah, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. No, rest fuck in him. peace. Fuck him. Burn in hell. No, 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 no. No, no, he, he had some demons. He had some demons. But yeah, no, he, he was... I don't know if they caught him on a bad night. Yeah. But so remember, so I don't know if you, I'm, I'm assuming you guys do the radio drop still, mm-hmm. right? So I remember we'd hit him up, you know, you hit up everybody. Hey, dude, you're here for the concert. You know, can we get a radio drop for you? And DMX is one of those. 
everybody because so at the palace you had the buy level yeah the top fucking bar he closed out with the security guards mm-hmm. so nobody could get near the bar but everybody could be behind him and we hit him up with hey dude can we get a radio drop you know since you're here for the concert yeah he goes fuck you guys i ain't talking to nobody i'll kiss my ass i was like wow, wow. Dude, you're, you're yeah. I mean, we're wearing our fucking yeah, your, our, our, our fucking gear and shit, our logo. Like, nah, dude, fuck all you. You guys ain't worth my time. I was like, damn, really? Well, fuck you. Then. Is this the same story? Because uh, I know that I know um, when they walked in with the dogs when they weren't getting get paid from the manager. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Clue was walking around. DJ uh-huh. Clue was walking around, just like nobody knows who the fuck he is. Well, yeah, because he's the DJ. Yeah, he was. He had just dropped his fucking album, uh, his first fucking uh, uh, mixed uh, album, and he was like, hey, bro. Can I get a drop? I was like, fuck yeah, dog. Everybody's like, who the fuck yeah, is that? I was like, dude, that's fucking Clue. Yeah. yeah. I have no clue who the fuck that motherfucker <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and it's crazy because, so my homie was like, dude, if you want to go, tell your friend to call at this time. I'm gonna sell, He's going to win our tickets. Yeah. I was like, you fucking cocksuckers. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if you do this shit here, I'm about to do the worst shit. Yeah. You fucking cocksuckers. <laughs> so we won. <laughs> you gotta yeah. see the concert yeah oh boy but damn yeah it, it, it's crazy like you get all those misconceptions I oh remember. yeah it's and, and dude i remember the one thing i loved about it bro is and, and i know this doesn't happen anymore because you're married yeah. um dude you would get so many girls that would just throw it, it, yeah. it it was it was oh awful. man that's not right well you know what you know what's funny man is it comes with the, the like any just being a musician or just being in the spotlight right it, just, it comes to the territory like honestly um i've seen some some crazy shit i even when mm-hmm. oscar de la Hoya was here man i remember you know uh, him going back with like four girls yep. to, yeah just like yeah, he was probably trying to put their clothes on <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to, put hey, trying to see what on. size fit him man oh, I'm an Oscar yeah. fan leave him alone yeah. so am I man I'm, I'm old school like that yeah, yeah they can know. He, was, he was messed up man it was the cocaine dude. Yeah, cocaine's <laughs> real man I've never seen that kind of drug but I mean he was in that dr- he was cocaine's that- a hell of a drug <laughs> I guess I guess it is it affected him dude, yeah. dude it was it was crazy because people would be so I remember we, they used to do movie premieres premieres and remember people would be like oh bro let me win these tickets let me if you would give a girl like four tickets to go see what the fuck was it like uh the blair witch project remember we had that one at carmike girls would be like dude i will do so and so just to get tickets i was like girl i'm like you're crazy let's see (laughs) i was like i was like just wait a week and it's gonna come out for like five hours yeah (laughs) you get some crazy you get some uh when i did nights man um when i first started there at the station i did nights it was just it was bad, man. I, uh, mm-hmm. We used to we used to have stalkers. Yep. Uh, we used to have girls wait for us in the parking lot. Come yep. out, man. Um, Damn. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. It was. It was it's fu- it's it, it's funny, but it's kind of like sad. The fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, damn, this is someone's daughter trying. Yeah. To, yeah. Just, yeah. Like, we saw like a lot of like you'd be you'd be you'd now they're running for office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the no. gifted laptop. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know we're already going going kind of long. Where can everybody hear you? Where can everybody find you? Because I know you're fucking like everywhere. <laughs> like, where, well, I where mean, can everybody? I still do mornings, man. Of course, uh, uh, on my morning show uh, from six a.m. to ten a.m. That's on here locally, one hundred four three Hit FM or HitFMRadio.com. Uh, you can also find me on social media at KAGE915 on Instagram. I'm on everything. Facebook. You know, just search <laughs> the name. Face? Yeah, but everyone's like, I spell it with a K, not with a C. Right, right. Yeah. right. Uh, and then uh, I'm also on Sirius XM. I've been on, on Pitt's channel for five years now, man. Um, so I've been a resident with him on globalization. Uh, so I'm on every Saturday at 6 p.m. El Paso time. That's Channel 13, uh, Pitbull's Globalization. Damn. And then, I, you know, man, it's funny because like I'm also, I mean, 
I don't hold any residencies right now. Yeah. It's just because I'm I'm at that point in my my DJ life where I don't want to be DJing every weekend, man. I mean, yeah. it's it's more of a hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been a hobby. I've never think I've been blessed to not have to depend on that, you know, like right. to, to survive. Um, so like I just like doing my own events. I do my Noche de Juarez parties. I don't know okay. if you guys are familiar with that. Yeah. Um, I do my Noche de Juarez parties, uh, and then I'll, you know, if I feel like playing out, I get a niche, I'll just call up one of my buddies. So I'm real, <laughs> that's one thing that I'm very, um, I'm very picky on, on places I play at, man, because really? it, if it, I mean, I did my time in the trenches, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to be doing stuff for like crowds that, I mean, it's no, it serves no justice to me and no justice for them to have a DJ that's not relevant to them. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I'm like, nah, let the young cats have their fun. The 20 year olds have their, cause now it's funny. That's the, tw- the, the young cats are the 20 year olds, you know? Damn. It's like, yo, man, like, let them have their fun. Let them do their thing. So, yeah. Well, Club 101 came back. <laughs> yeah. yeah Joe, Joe, hey, Joe shout out to Joe Dorgan, man. Yeah, I, I want to check it out. Honestly, I, dude, you, you know, funny stories. That's where where I got discovered for 104, man, was playing at Club 101 on a Wednesday night Damn. at the old location. That was uh, the best one. Yeah, that was, that, the, that was, that was the dope one. That was one. a good one. I was playing there, and my boss was actually the owner of the station was in town. And he's like, hey, man how do you know all this 80s music and you're young? And I was like, oh, and we exchanged name, uh, numbers. And mm-hmm. he's like, hey, you know, I didn't know he was the owner of the station. He told me he worked for the station. So <laughs> oh, lo and behold, Why man. So, yeah, a couple of months later. Just, and that's why, like, I always tell people, man, you never know, man. When you're 101 was person, legendary, oh, man. Yeah, man, it was a lot They of don't fun. make clubs like that no more, man. No. Like, honestly, now, like, the bar scene, it's the all feel, basically you know the same kind of, like, concept. But then you have uh like you had 101 that mm-hmm. was that uh, place the was fire man yeah but it's all tna now like you're saying like i can't remember the last time i went to a club i can't remember the last time i went out i got my no, fucking dad now i always like to like think that i'm gonna go out and then i get in the car and i'm like i'm just gonna go home that's, that's gonna, gonna go to arby's home. yeah <laughs> but that, but yeah. <laughs> i'm just gonna, gonna go to arby's i'm gonna go home i'm gonna go, I'm go hang out with my dog go get some tacos and hang the fuck out no but i gotta chill out on the dairy but it's true like i mean you guys have been there man i mean isn't it funny with age now you're like i'll just do a happy hour and I'm home, man. Because yeah. I always say, I always say this, and I said on my radio show, man. I have to leave before the gremlins come out. The gremlins are the, the younger mm. ones. So I'm like, nah, man. I'm I'm good. Yeah. You know? you know, because I I just don't like if I don't have an event that I'm doing at night. Mm-hmm. Um, because I like to to dictate what I'm playing. Like I'm not gonna throw myself into a fire. Like you're not gonna catch me on Cincinnati on you right. know, Saturday nights <laughs> playing because that's just you know I don't cater to that. Dude, crowd. like right. about a year ago, I tried hanging out with the gremlins. Yeah. I blacked out. <laughs> yeah, they go hard, man. Dude, I don't. Yeah. What the hell? to yeah. me i don't know what happened i've never yeah. been the same after that man. <laughs> no but it, but it's true like it, and it's hard to find places that cater to and there's a handful of places that cater to like our demographic mm-hmm. uh, which is the older crowd or you just got to find events that like we're fucking you know, middle age why are you yeah. saying yeah. the older crowd no it's right middle now. age well, it's <laughs> yeah it's the golden era age. how about mom, the golden era well because it's it's different bro you all fucked up but but honestly think about it like no i i i'm doing gonna be a teddy i'm doing events nowadays that i trip out because like when I would and I, I remember back when I was in my 20s I was like man when I get to that age which is the age I'm at right now yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm still gonna be a rager and partying and this and fuck that fuck no. that bro I'm in a coma if I get drunk and hey you go to yeah, Teddy's dude, you yeah. see girls that you went to school with <laughs> they're the gilfs now and I'm like hey what the yep. fuck no, yeah. no but it's true man and, and honestly like um, I I've done I do morning parties now I do at, like brunches. <laughs> oh, do yeah. brunch, dude. I, I did a, I did a, mimosas. I, I did my first uh, Noche de Juarez day party at La Catedral. 
um, which is right here. It's a it's a yeah. A it's bar. Yeah, I heard that's a cool spot. I've never it's been. It's dope, man. Yeah. I heard yeah. they so, have good wings. Yeah, so that's only that's, so, that's how you know you're old. I heard they have good wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so no, we we we, we did a I did a I did a day party there in the summer, and um, that so we were doing a brunch party, but I wanted to do a day party from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I remember they're like, dude, you're crazy. You know, a day party like that early. Oh, and then I, I usually don't don't start. I when I do those events, I don't start playing till about eleven eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. Well, my sound guy calls me. He's like, "Yo, dude, are you gonna be heading here?" And I'm looking at the fucking clock. I'm like, "What do you mean? It's like nine thirty in the morning." He's like, "Dude, mm-hmm. there's a fucking line." Oh, and, wow. and the place didn't open till ten. I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Dude, there's a line." So I was like, what "The fuck, people are in line for the day." Yeah, so there was a line at nine o'clock in the morning. Mm. For day you know, waiting, yeah, for the day, <laughs> day drinking. on a Sunday, bro. Are their bathrooms yeah. clean? That's oh, what's got really yeah. important to me. Bro. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. No, but honestly, I was tripping, bro. Uh, and honestly, now like, um, I've been blessed where I have that following where it's just like, yo, man, I'm gonna do a brunch party and it'll get packed. I'm doing one this Sunday, um, but I just do. I like doing. I, I find more. I have more fun doing day parties now. And that's just because mass is old. <laughs> because I, now I know I can get home Dude. if I have a little bit of drinks. I can Dude. recover. Yeah. I can still have dinner somewhere nice. <laughs> if I have a rough night, I need two days. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Maybe a Dude, week. That's how we are, man. <laughs> what is it like, drinking that? Johnny's like, as long as I can go to bed, bed better be yeah. on yeah. afterwards. <laughs> Well, I, my, my, I, got, I got a big day tomorrow. I got to lay some flooring, dude. That's how it is, man. Um, you, you guys, you guys, are, you oh, guys. Are, that's fucking sad. It's funny because everyone. That's I, I, get, I get people thinking like, "Oh, do you probably live this fucking lavish life right. and this and that?" And it's funny because I'm like, "Bro, going home from here, like, uh, it never." I was like, "It's always Ebony." Hey, can you stop at the supermarket? Like, yeah, like, I need tampons or something. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. 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 She's like, I need this. I need that. I need. Hey, I gotta take out the trash. Or she's like, Oh, guess what? Mm-hmm. The damn drawer broke again. Can you? You need to fix it. I have to yep. stop at Home Depot on the way home from a gig, dude. Where yep. people are worshiping me and like <laughs> raging me, and I have to stop at Home Depot to buy some screws, screws and wood shit. glue and shit. Right? Yeah, self-tapping <laughs> screws. <laughs> what aisle is that, yeah, dude? dude I really that's, do. That's it. Dog. It's true, that's... man. And then it's home and yeah. Oh, shit, dude, that's crazy. I never thought of that, dude. Because now it takes like five days to recover. It is, man. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't before, drink like I used to. No, before I go out, we'd fucking drink till four, you know, because you know, you, after you're closing down the club, you're still yeah. there. You're shooting the shit with the bartenders. Drink till four. Go to work at seven. Yeah, it's fucking. You're you got the shakes. You I can't. Sweats. I can't even go to work hungover. I'm out two days. I'm out two days at least. At no, least. honestly, it's true, man. Uh, like that's what I always say I was like man if we have a rule at the house if we're gonna go out to dinner if we're not out of the house before the sun goes down we don't like to go out man yeah oh because honestly it just gets it's too much man yeah um I I like to be home at least by like 10 the latest and that's late dude (laughs) yeah and it's funny I was just telling my wife this the other day man I was like you know it's crazy because we used to like she's well we've been together 18 years we're going on 18 years and she you need a medal bro that's a long (laughs) she always tells me she's like you remember like Saturdays we had our thing Friday because I used to play I used to have residencies back mm-hmm. then you know we go to dinner like at 7pm or 6pm mm-hmm. and then you know get home and change and get ready or you know start pregame somewhere yep. and then I had to DJ because I started at 11.30 or whatnot and then till 2 and then afterwards menudo mm-hmm. or an after party and then yep. repeat Yeah. and yep. now I'm, I'm like and, and so we'll laugh sometimes and you know it'll be a Saturday night and we'll be at home and we're watching a movie and she's like we're looking at the at the watch. She's like, it's like nine thirty. She's like, hey, what if what if you had to go play tonight? I'd be like, oh, we look at each other like, oh, don't say that. Don't, like, oh, don't, don't say don't curse that. me like that. I got to go home and watch yeah. Peaky Blinders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're like, what? No, seriously, it, it's just at that point. And then you know those those uh, those hangovers. They they're no joke nowadays. Fuck bro. no, they're no joke, man. Mm-hmm. They're no it's, joke. It, and so, what's your what's your drink of choice? I like Crown. 
Oh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a well, prime see, You man. see he was drinking yeah. that? Yeah, no, I like <laughs> no he just got off of work. He's, he's, trying, to, he's trying to make it home yeah. for, for no, dinner. I like Crown and I like a, um, I'm a tequila man, man. Uh, uh, I can't fuck with tequila. No. no Turns me lost, into a monster, but well, I, lost, I do it. Well, yeah. during the pandemic, man, uh, I started drinking a lot of tequila more because uh, we're all on lockdown, so yeah. we're doing our live streams from the house, man. Yep. Yeah. So those things were a freaking party, dude. I mean, we, me, me and Ebony were at the end, we're like, I'd be like, she's like, you're right. I was like, I'm fucking drunk. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm not all right. True or not, you play better when you're drunk. Absolutely, man. You, oh, what to you? Yeah. <laughs> right? right? As long as I have yeah. a party, I don't yeah. give a fuck. No, you know what, man? Honestly, uh, you feel it more. You, when you feel the vibe of the people. When I'm drunk, I'm more loose and I, I uh, scratch better, actually, man. That's, yeah. that's I get fact. home faster when I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's not bad. No, man, it's crazy. It's, just, it's bad. Was man. that light? Yeah. Was that light green? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, because I, I so I remember when when I would when I would play out. I, I, I would that would be my that would be if I was drunk. I knew I know I had fucking fun. Yeah. If not, it was because you start thinking. Well, you know, then you're gauging. Well, should I fucking should I kill it here so people could go drink? Yeah. Should, uh, when should I play vanilla ice? Like, I don't when should I play vanilla ice? ice? No, now it, it's, it's hard, man. Because honestly, DJing that's the thing. Um, me that I actually really have kind of slowed down with drinking as far as like. At gigs, dude, because, man, in my 20s, man, I would freaking, they would get me so <laughs> wasted because there was a million shots coming your way. Yep. Yeah, everybody's buying And I shot. still got buddies that, that that are like that, man. I call, I, I have my homies that are trash cans. that mm. We call them trash cans. Like my boy Daniel, my one of my best friends, he's a lawyer, too. Oh, Shouts to Daniel Avalar. But I'm like, hey, Daniel, I need you to go with me. Why? Because I know I'm get a shitload of drinks. I ain't drinking. You're drinking. And he's like, all right. <laughs> so, but honestly, man, that's the thing I think a lot of people don't understand is that when you're DJing, people are passing you shots left mm-hmm. by, yeah. passing you freaking bottles. Yep. Play I the mean, song for me. Yeah, dude. I mean, I've, I've, I've had some not so glorious moments DJing to where I'm just like, oh, shit, I've had too much, man. Like, yep. I got to chill. You know, and it sucks when you get like that because start playing Sepin and shit. No, dude. Yeah, no. Everyone knows me because everyone's like, dude. When Johnny's drunk, he starts playing cumbias right away. Like, dude, you start hearing because I, I go to the, I go to the easy ones. I'm like, yeah, get them all dancing. Dude. Yeah, fucking Pito Olivares and shit. Everyone knows that they can start dancing here, man. That's a quinceanera. That's a fucking quinceanera now. What the fuck? Okay, you know the mic talking about a dollar dance? When in doubt, right? When in doubt, boy, you gotta go back to your roots. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit alright so Johnny Cage 104.3 catch him on uh, XM what uh, 13 yeah channel 13 Pitbull, uh, Pitbull Station 6pm Saturdays uh, the the next thing you got going on, the big event you have going on is what you said you have uh, Sunday. Well, you know, man, I have I have uh, brunch parties every Sunday, man. But honestly, uh, I throw you just follow me on Instagram because I I'm one of those dudes that if uh, I'm about to start going, going on my my vacations, man, as soon as I start that, I'm like, yeah, I feel like playing today. I'll, I mean, I, <laughs> and and honestly, I play at certain like like I'll call up my boy Nick at the district. Hey, man, I'll, you, know, you have anyone today? Now I come in, dude. Let's do it, man. Yeah, uh, a lot of it's just for fun. I I. I like doing that, man. Shits I like spontaneous stuff, dude, just because I'm like, I'll wake up some days and I'll just like, I feel like playing today, man. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, so that's how you can catch I'm barely me. on my second dream. I yeah. <laughs> I'm barely trying to get a bed. There you go. Yeah, so follow Johnny Cage. Again, the hashtag on uh, Instagram is... K-A-G-E-915, man. Follow him on there. And if you ain't supporting him already on 104.3, I don't know what's wrong with you. Yeah. Get on there, listen to him in the morning, the lunch. Um, I know you pop up at night, the drive home, the, yeah. the, 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 the afternoon, uh, mornings, uh, sometimes, in the sometimes you don't in go the home. 
If you hear him in the afternoons, because he got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so that or, house, I'm doing something. Yeah, good. that or he's waiting for his order from Home Depot. Oh, he, or must, some shit. he must be sleeping on the couch today. Let me. Uh... Yeah. So follow him there, and if you ain't doing it yet, get there now. Log in. Uh, follow him. All that good shit. Show love. Show respect. All that good shit. Appreciate you coming out, thank my you, man. Thank you, guys, for having thank me. Thank you, man. Hey, till next time, follow us also on the Instagram of the Words on Fire podcast on YouTube. Don't be an asshole. Don't be a dick. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs>